0: You're listening to the Geek Out Loud podcast, your safe place to geek out. geek out loud Derek and I return to form as we talk about everything from Muppets right on up to James Bond and there may be a little rapping in there all of this your safe place to geek out the geek out loud podcast and welcome back to Geek Out Loud, your safe place to geek out. Um, I'm Steve. I'm Derek. Hey, hey buddy. (laughs) Sorry, I wasn't expecting you you to go into it that quick. You sound a little muffled there. Well, you threw me off because you were like, welcome back. I was like, did we record half of it last time? (laughs) But no, we did not. So this welcome back because it's a new episode. Truth, truth. It is a new episode, everyone, and this is your safe place to geek out. Uh, the Geek Out Loud podcast all, all night long. All all night party fiesta. Come on and sing my song all, <laughs> all night long. Um, a couple of things I want to address right out of the gate. Number one, um, Watergate, Address Gate, um, <laughs> Geek Gate, Geek Gate, two thousand eleven, Steve Gate, um, Steve Gate. Maybe I can have a okay. Just, Stop it! Stop. What do you mean? Derek has a beaker puppet and a Fozzie puppet. Beaker's here right now. Um, <laughs> He's watching me. Beaker's here right now. As though dude. Okay, we got to. Okay, so much to talk about from Muppets. It's, it's going to be a long night. To Muppets on Raw. To I. I desperately want to have a James Bond conversation with you, at some point in this show. Um. But a few little quick snippets to get out of the way. Number the snippet. Uh, you know, just a bullet point. Quick little bullet points to get out of the way. What's a bullet point? Um, like, just, a go, yeah, like a snippet. Go, Steve. Like a snippet. I don't know if we should apologize for the last episode or or how we should adjust. just your editing. Should we? Uh, yeah, indeed. Should we? Because go, I thought it was masterful the way it was. Well. Um, there were a few things that had to be cut out. You could make four episodes out of that. Yes. Um, there were a few things that had to be cut out. Uh, I don't know. What do you mean, have to? Just because the jokes, given certain circumstances, the jokes became very inappropriate. Um. I don't recall. Oh, well, it's... And it was a good bit, but unfortunately, we were playing off some information that I <gasps> thought was wrong. Ah. Yeah, and I mean, like it's not, and we're not trying to hide anything from anybody. It was, it was a pretty serious situation going on in this town that I thought had resolved itself. I bet none. five dollars I can work in the good part of that into this episode though. Well we'll try <laughs> we will try accepted <laughs> challenge accepted <laughs> Challenge extended um, so but you know what it was fun and and going back and editing editing it that's a hard word to say editing um, it was it was fun. I had a good time and I, and I hope everyone kind of had a good time with it and just realized that you know it, it was just good times. it was fun. Um, the other thing it was that, interesting yeah the other thing i want to touch on really quick is um due to a lot of real life stuff we didn't do a Hall- we didn't have the chance to do a halloween type episode um so actually we did and it's out there and the scavenger hunt is on go scaven- find it now <laughs> thanksgiving scavenger hunt um go find the halloween episode go find it it is it's look here's your hint it's on the internet it's i don't lie to the people <laughs> <laughs> look, it's the internet. They take them ten, They have to go through 10 years' worth of stuff. That's true. It's um, on a GeoCities page. Oh, not, Oh my gosh. What if we did something? Dude, you're totally blowing what it would be a great contest for people. Um, Angel Fire! <laughs> Alta Vista, yo. Um, I used Dogpile. Okay, file. look, I just... I just it's want to say... Down, it's going down the same road it's again. It's going down the it's... same road again, but you just made me think of something. And yes, I just sir. want to say that one of my greatest, to me, one of my greatest lines ever in the history of our podcasting, and this is pride on my part, this is the ego showing, was we were doing... <laughs> with was something I said. <laughs> yes, it was something I said. This, yeah. was like, this is in the history of Steve's greatest lines. When we did the, uh, the uh, Shooligan, the, 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 the song where we were kind of like the... Uh, yeah, the 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 Budweiser. Yeah, it was to take off the Budweiser commercials, and I was like, I was like, you use every, you're an internet master using everything from Google to Alta Vista or something like that. And the line behind was can't believe he referenced Alta Vista. <laughs> I just to me that's still one of my greatest callbacks and one of my greatest most random grabs ever. And but um, you know if you were going to reference something, you would think it'd be something that came out during spontaneous recording between you and me, right? Not something you. Produced on your own. <laughs> <laughs> I'm proud of this. Took, I'm proud of this. Took, I just, it was me, just a good Took rap. me 19 tries, well, but what, I got it. What makes me think of that, and it's a good way to segue into the next bullet point slash snippet, is there That's was there was for about a minute a Twitter campaign to get us on the Nerdist podcast. It like a minute? Uh, yes. I have to confess. Well, then I figured out I didn't like that guy, Well, I don't okay, want to go through with it anymore. I don't have a problem with him at all. I just... Yeah. I. I listened to the, sh- I'd never listened to The Nerdist. I wasn't even aware of The Nerdist. Let's um, just call it, he's not The Nerdist. He's Chris Hardwick. Well, I'm talking about the podcast, the show. Whatever. And, and so, what and when someone said Chris Hardwick, I'm like, who's that? And they're like, well, you know, he used to be on the show on MTV and stuff. I'm like, okay, I vaguely remember. And it's not that I have a problem with him as a person. I think the guys are funny. I've listened to several of their shows now. Um, they put out a good quality thing. And I got to think, we wouldn't really bring anything to it. Um, necessarily. We derail it. I, I and would there'd be a lot so. of laughs. Yeah, and, I, and I'm afraid they wouldn't like us because of that. Well, that's fine. We, we weren't on there to become hosts. We were on there to get on an episode. But I also felt a little cheated by the Nerdist podcast. Because I went in expecting something like what we do, where we actually talk about things that we're kind of enjoying. No, no. And it's more of just some guys sitting around chatting, which is fun. That's fine. But it's like, Okay, so we're still we've still got the corner market on being positive and excited about things that we enjoy. So that's the first snippet. So, well, it's number two. Um oh, and the what rest, was number one? Oh, I remember. The rest. Continue. Right, the rest I can't really <laughs> remember to be honest. Oh, there's Wait, no, so. Did we really need snippets? Do we need bullet points well, for actually, two things? I think, no, ex- Can ex- we not <laughs> just address? We got two things at the front of the well, show. No, okay, <laughs> th- well, no, we, we we veered off. Did of them. you really need to make a legal pad list? <laughs> the nerdist there... Thing- <laughs> No, I should have made a legal pad list. <laughs> and look, number one and B. And, and there we go. No, the Nerdist thing was actually number three. I veered off of number two. There was no Halloween Just episode. Get off! There was, <laughs> <laughs> there was no Halloween episode. Um, and we had something really cool lined up to do for Halloween. Um, and So you tied two into one and three. Yeah, because what you did, de- you... No, 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 no. Let's not point fingers. No, I'm not, no. I I had to stop. I'm not going to point fingers. I allowed myself to be derailed from my part two and went immediately to part three. Apple. Oh, Apple. Apple. And, um, but anyhow, there was no Halloween episode for the third time. It's not out there. I was going to say, was there a Halloween episode? It's not not on the web as a scavenger hunt, though that's a great idea for down the road. That's a great idea for down the road. Um, But there was something. I've taken four years of Steve's recording and worked them into an episode that only I could talk to. Oh, my. If you've taken the time to do that, sir. You haven't talked to me in two weeks. I had to do something. It's been a while. Um, I created a Steve 80s robot. (laughs) What's so funny about me and you? Let's pull Mm. the curtain back right now. What's funny about me... I got, listen, let, can we try something from here on out? Yeah. Let's just leave the curtain open. Let's just leave it back. Because <laughs> we're always pulling it back, and it's just like, why don't they just leave it open? <laughs> I don't know. I like to kind of have it closed sometimes. Um, okay. We we are both very sensitive toward each other sometimes. To where, okay. like... And in, in not in a bad way. It's just that, like... When we were supposed to record, some real-life junk went down, and you got in touch with me, and, and, and just in a way that you were understanding what was going on, you're like, okay, I'm going to quit bothering you with texts because you're obviously in the middle of something pretty important um, later. Well, I texted you twice, Yeah, and you just said, I'm not going to make it. And, it, and I had been sitting here for two and a half hours, and I just finally said, look, I'm going to go to bed, you got stuff going on, I'm just going to go crash. Right, and I said I'm so sorry. No, and that was fine. Right, but I knew you had stuff going on, so yeah. that was that ceased our conversation sure. for, for two, two and a half weeks <laughs> because we didn't talk. Because in the middle, because in the middle of where I was in, in the way I read Derek's text, I was like, "Oh, he's really mad at me," or he's upset. no, 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 no. And I'm like, and this is what I was thinking. I'm like, you leave that curtain open, no, what, sir. <laughs> right, and I'm like, and, and no, I'm not saying that you were. I'm saying okay. that that's how I interpret it. So. My thing is, when people are mad at me, I avoid them. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't want to go have this talk right now. <laughs> God, please don't. Stop it. Please so, don't put me in real so the life whole situation. time, the whole time I'm not talking or texting to Derek, Derek's thinking, Steve's really got a huge situation going on back it's, in Hazelhurst, Georgia. I haven't Georgia. heard from him in two and a half weeks. <laughs> What if the whole is, government of Hazelhurst just shut down? Is Jeff doing, Davis County's gone. He is doing some serious work over there in Georgia, and uh, and so, like, I guess it was yesterday or the day before yesterday. We how, you texted me or something, or I texted you, and it's like, oh, you texted me, and I, I takes you back because I was like, well, he's not going to ever speak to me again, and so and I so, guess I got to be the bigger guy, it's right? And so we take the Febreze and clear the air, and everything's good, and so. You know, uh, but no, we haven't spoken in like... So no, Steve and Derek are not perfect. Right, right. We do not right. have a perfect friendship. We, well, you know, it's as good as it can get. It's been about 16 days. It has. I know. Which is, not, an, which is an eternity. It feels, and it does, it feels like forever when we don't speak. And it's not that we're mad at each other. I want, I want it out there right now. There was no anger. It was just like... There might have been a little anger. Well, okay. A little civil war. <laughs> oh, man. Let's oh, not no. Down. Let's not go down that road. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> we're doomed. We're doomed. Oh, no. It's worse. It's worse, Yes, <laughs> but, um, but we're here, and, and there was no Halloween episode, and, and we never really had the opportunity to get that down, but we were going to do something really special for it, and we haven't abandoned... That special thing, and should we kind of tell what it is? Or no, heck, no. But I'm really thinking we could we could do it tonight. I I don't think we can. I don't think we could. Anyhow, what I'm saying is this: to it's you. like I always tell you, Steve. You put your mind to it, you can accomplish anything. Um, I don't believe that though. Uh, George McFly said that I, anyway. Um, George McFly, a wise man. Actually, Marty um, said, oh, "Hey, George. you, um, <laughs> not." Oh, stop, Steve! Stop! What? Hold on, let me Steve, breathe. Let me pull breathe. the curtain back. So you don't even want to say what it is? I'm not talking no? to give details. Why would we? Oh, like, uh, like uh, there may be a new new uh, single. There may be a new track to add to that. Uh, if you've got the Chocolate Pie album and everything on your, <laughs> the, the EP, three years later the EP might be coming out. Right, the EP might be the, my, the EP might be coming out. There may be a new parody song in the. There's, a, there's a B track. Yes, yes. So, that's um, not the Family Ties theme, right? Right. So, or the Golden Girls theme. And I'm, I'm, I'm really excited about this. It, it was something that Derek put out there. His idea. He got the ball rolling as he often does, and, um, and so we're we're working on that. And hopefully we'll have something special for you for Thanksgiving. So, little pre-Thanksgiving Geo-Cities. Geo, yes. Maybe we and, should send people maybe we should do that and then send people on a scavenger hunt for it hmm. around the web. You have to use web crawler. So, oh my gosh, that stupid spider. Anyhow. <laughs> he's mocking me. So, <laughs> he's just sitting there dangling all looking at me and stuff. Oh, you can't use Google? <clears throat> what is that? Um Google. So, yeah, I think that's it. That I've got to get out of the way. God, Good night, everybody. The Godzilla thing has kind of stopped. Thank God. Um, I, no, like, I want to <laughs> continue because I want to get to some of the more. No, let's let's just let that one at a shallow well, grave. <laughs> well, the Godzilla thing going to take a backseat to something else that I'm. Gonna I talk think he to got too hot too fast on that. That I'm going to talk to you about later. Oh so, gosh, you're uh, gonna you're gonna tackle all 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 the Smurf specials, holiday specials, aren't you? No, I've seen those. Oh yeah, those are old school, man. Hello. Uh, well, I so, can't wait to hear where this is going. I, you can't trust. Tune you. in at eleven. So, <laughs> details. Your food might be killing you. He's going to pull the curtain back further. I've got- <laughs> We're taking the curtain down. <laughs> burn it. Just burn the curtain. It's flame retardant. Uh oh. Melt it. Melt the curtain. <laughs> um. Fix the curtain to me. Can. Fl- <laughs> The curtain. <laughs> like a cape wrap me in the curtain wrap me in the curtain okay so having said all that Derek Steven let's, um, let's peruse the old email bag let's jump into some emails well, wait a minute Mr. Postman wait sir wait uh, the first one's a real quick one uh, from Mr. Zachariah Cushman that's all it was he just yes. wrote a blank email with his name yes the end no he said dear Steric Not on Amazon I recently stumbled onto three Hulk television movies that I'd never heard of they exist starring Bill Bixby and Lou Ferrigno I had no idea they existed <laughs> but I promptly bought all three anyway were you aware these were made no I'm I sure I only saw the one where Rick Moranis was uh, David Banner and, and uh, the rock was the Hulk that never happened no, I'm sure you it were. did up here. But I'm, where, your head? Yeah, sorry, I didn't point. No, no, I'm sure you were, but I'm excited to have just a little more Bill Bixby Hulk. Great work on the show, and can't wait to hear the next episode. Okay. He because sent, I hung out with Daredevil. Right. He sent me a picture of him holding up the one uh, two-disc set that is what is known as the, the Incredible Hulk Returns and The Trial of the Incredible Hulk. Derek, I know followed you're aware by, of these followed things. Followed the death of the Incredible Hulk. Right, the third one would be the death of the Incredible Hulk. Derek- Spoilers. Spoilers, <laughs> <laughs> spoiler. spoiler. Um, Spoilers. Derek, I know you're aware of these. I am. I as have my, them. As do I. Um, and, have, do. and have had them for a while. Um, in fact, when the Incredible Hulk Returns first aired, it aired as an NBC Sunday night movie. Um which was odd because The Incredible Hulk originally aired on CBS. But uh, back in 1988, 89, um, I believe it was 88 uh, or 89. Lay your knowledge on me. The uh, The Incredible Hulk Returns aired. It was the first... It was a return to television uh, of Bill Bixby reprising his role as Dr. David Banner and Lou Ferrigno as the Hulk. It uh, had um, uh, Eric... Uh, I almost said Eric Masterson, but that's the, guy, that's the name of the guy who actually harbored the, the spirit of Thor um, for a while in the comics. Uh, Eric someone, let me, let me IMDB this, this mess. Um, Which one are you talking about? I'm talking about the Incredible Hulk Returns, the guy who played Thor. Oh, the guy that calls him a troll. Yeah, this will send you back to hell, you ugly troll. It also had some of the worst wig work in Incredible Hulk history wig work ladies and gentlemen wig work uh, but charles eric kramer eric thank you thank you eric kramer was thank Thor. thank you so um charles napier was in this movie and he had one of my favorite lines in television movies of all time because his brother um was uh was like the big ringleader of the uh of the bad guys and uh and he says and Eric Napier says, uh, "Else mean to do what you say." Oh no, he says that. Don't be fair, Jack. And his brother goes, "That don't be fair, Jack. You stupid Cajun idiot." And Charles Napier goes, "Hey, you just as Cajun as me, man." <laughs> and I'm like, "He just called you stupid and an idiot. You're gonna you're gonna call him out on the Cajun thing there." So um, that that captured my imagination. But it was Thor. It was actually a backdoor pilot for what would have been a Thor series potentially. Uh, with Steve Levitt as Donald Blake. And, you know, these are people that hadn't really done much of anything. I mean, the biggest names in this thing were Charles Napier, Lou Ferrigno, and Bill Bixby. Um, and uh, and it was the return of the Incredible Hulk. Uh, they even had Jack McGee, the character of Jack McGee, Jack Colvin playing him come back. But then that second one, the trial of the Incredible Hulk, was always a little disappointing to me. Because it was more of a dared and it was blatantly a backdoor pilot for... A Daredevil TV show. What was this trial of the? It was the trial of the Incredible Hulk. It kind of set it up right there. And uh, yeah, yeah, and this was before I was really into comics big time when I saw this, and I wasn't aware of how poorly they portrayed the character of Daredevil. Um, but uh, it was it was interesting. It was pretty interesting. Rex Smith played Matt Murdock, Daredevil. He was the first, to my knowledge, the first live action. Uh, actor to play Daredevil, you know Rex Smith, Derek. I do. He uh, he's good friends with John Schneider, mm-hmm. and actually uh, was in Collier and Company. Let's call him up. Uh, no, okay. no. Um, John Rees Davies was in uh, the Trial of the Incredible Hulk. Gimli and Sala. A lot of people know him from Lord of the Rings and Indiana Jones movies, respectively. Uh, he was he was in the Trial of the Incredible Hulk as Wilson Fisk, A.K.A. the Kingpin. How about that, that role would. But later, they never call him Kingpin. No, they don't. Uh, he was Wilson Fisk, though. He was blatantly Wilson Fisk. Uh, that that role would later be tackled by one Michael Clark Duncan in the Daredevil movie, masterfully. Star- sure. Oh, indeed, masterful. masterfully. Masterfully. Um, watch Watch the director's cut. And uh, then there was the death of the Incredible Hulk, and the death of the Incredible Hulk. Of all the three movies, um, that came out over a year span. No, they they came. It was a little bit longer than that. Um, uh, the first two were an in '89, and that one was a '90, wasn't it? I think the first one was actually might have been '88. Okay, '88, so, '89. Yeah. So I mean, Some they were about out. you know they were once a year. The first one had huge ratings. The Incredible Hulk returns. I mean, did good numbers. You know, I think people were excited to see him back. But of all three, the death of the Incredible Hulk was. It wasn't unsatisfying. It was actually a good movie, but it was also very much a return to form. It felt the most like an extension of the original television show. Um, you know, you just it was because it was very incredible Hulk centric. There was no um there wasn't no, really set it up for much more though, did they? No, they sure didn't. Uh there was there was no real um The death of help, Bill Bixby. Yeah, help me help me, help me here. There was there was no real focus on any other superheroes or anything like that. They tried to bring in it was it was truly just kind of a we're going to end this thing now. Well, according to Wikipedia, which we just touched on, is all true. Right. Um, that was all fair. Whatever. Uh, it was originally supposed to have She Hulk. Yeah, there was. I remember that. I remember talk of that. Uh, um, well, after I'd seen it, the other thing that I know is this was not going to be the last one they were actually working on another one where they were going to bring in Iron Man and the incredible Hulk was actually going to get to, to talk and come back to life. Yeah. He was going to be, yeah. They were going to, you know, tell a story where he wasn't really dead and something was going to happen where he's going to be able to be a little intelligent. They were going to, you know, try to stick Banner's, you know, it was going to be a whole personality thing where he ends up with Banner's brain a little bit. And, um, and so he, so Ferrigno was actually going to get some lines to speak and that sort of thing, um, and and it was really going to be something that they never tried before. Unfortunately, that never really came to fruition. I think a script was even written uh, for it, um, but unfortunately, don't, it never you came. You know to a name? Before. I don't. I'm sorry. Um, Oh, I'm sorry. Let's let's look right here. Despite the Hulk's apparent death in the 1990 film, the oh, program makers had always intended for him to return in the Revenge of the Incredible the Hulk. Revenge of the Incredible, in which he would be revived mm-hmm. in a state in which the Hulk had Banner's mind. Yep. As of July of 1990, a script was written. However, all such projects were canceled when Bill Bixby's health declined. He died of cancer in November of 93. Yeah, Bill Bixby, and that's and that's what I was about to say. Uh, not as elegantly as uh, eloquent Wikipedia. It's Wikipedia, but truth. Wikipedia, um, yes, Wikipedia. Y- um, you know that that was kind of what sealed the deal on all that was, was Bill Bixby's declining health, and, and so it ends up it's 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 not a fitting end to me for that series um, because by that point I was into comics and I knew that the Hulk, the real Hulk, could have sur- easily survived an exploding helicopter falling out or an exploding you know uh, Learjet and falling out of that explosion. Um, but he didn't in this, (laughs) in this movie. Spoiler, spoiler. So that'll happen. Yeah. So there you go, Zachary. I was quite aware of them and really enjoyed them. I still enjoy popping them into this day. Um, from time to time. So have you watched them in a while, Derek? Uh, after, um, I had seen them years ago after hanging out with Schneider so much doing press for Collier. I went back and watched, um, trial yeah uh but it's been a while since i've seen the others yeah you know going back when i watched them and and it's been a few years since i've sat down and actually popped them in and watched them too um the one thing about trial the incredible hulk is you really realize and two if you go back and watch the series which i have a few seasons on dvd of um it's very much an overacted type series um very melodramatic and and rex smith really pulled that off of the daredevil some of the lines and everything that he had to throw out there and all um and And i forget is he is he the defense or is he the prosecution he is the defense okay uh no 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 he's he's trying to get him in jail isn't he yeah he's going after kingpin oh he's going i'm sorry i thought he was going after uh Banner. No. So, yeah. yeah. yeah, He's he's... assigned to Banner. He's assigned to defend Banner.
1: Okay, so he's defense.
0: Yeah, and and he actually does a thing where he's just talking to Banner, and and he believes him just because he can hear his heartbeat and everything. I mean, they really pull out a lot of the Daredevil tricks. You know, there's one point where he and Bruce are having a conversation, and Bruce is like, how do you do all this stuff? And he's like, well, I can read print with my bare fingers. And so he writes something down and hands it over to him, and he's like, he rubs his hands over it. I don't believe you, it says. And so... Um, it was just the the script of that thing was so... The dialogue was so cheesy. And, um, you know, more so even than a lot of the other Hulk stuff had been. I mean, you know, when you talk about Thor throwing his hammer at Hulk and like, this will send you back to hell, you ugly troll. Um, and later on, the next day when they find him, he's like, hey, Banner, that was some fight we had, huh? Me and your troll? You know, I don't... I don't know. I guess I gave that a pass more because it was Thor and you expect a little stilted kind of cheesy dialogue from him. But with mm. with trial, it was supposed to be like this gritty, dark city. They never named the city. He just went to the city. And, um... In the city. When the lights go down. down. In the city. There the uh, yeah, go. This you one got his is, two syllables. This one... Sitter. Um... This one comes directly to you. Uh, It's a question, subject line question for Derek. It's from our good friend, Matt Kruger. I don't know who that is. Batman.
1: Oh, Batman.
0: He did your doomsday thing. He did. I finally got that. Thank you. Uh, He says, I was just listening. Three years later. (laughs) I was just listening. Thanks, Steve. (laughs) See you, Steve. (laughs) (laughs) Let's let's just pull the curtain down. Mm, No, let's put the curtain back up. Hurry. Uh, I was just listening to the round three at the end of the episode. This is from a couple of episodes back. And he says, I have a question for Derek. When Steve is talking about all the horrible things that happened to him as a child, do you picture Steve as a little kid with a goatee? Yeah, he's like Little Doomsday. Okay. (laughs) Me? You remember Little Doomsday? No. Okay, like the whole time leading up to uh, that show that we can't talk about. Yes. We can totally talk about it now. Smallville. Um, yeah. Smallville season eight. The whole the whole time leading up to where we were speculating that Davis was actually a kid and whether or not he doomed out as a kid, hmm. um, we were like, he's just going to be a little doomsday running around, <laughs> and we were like, no, there's no way they would do that, and they did that flashback episode Eternal, where yes, in fact, he was a three and a half foot tall little doomsday, little doomsday, <laughs> kill him again. So yeah, it's a little it's a little doomsday. Um, yeah, he says he goes on to say, I know I do, and I think it's a little weird that I do. Anyway, love the show. Keep it up, cause you all are the bestest. So thanks, Matt, and thanks, Derek, for that uh, that picture in your head of me. I guess um, it's on my desk too. This is from Michael Petty, Michael J. Petty. He says, "I was on Twitter today, as I am every day, and understand this is from two months ago, and I found that I was posting it's been that a lot. Long. Yeah, and I found I was posting a lot about Falling Skies, Alphas, and other shows that I don't think I've heard you guys talk about." Now maybe I'm wrong and have heard you guys talk about these shows before, but at the moment I do not remember the conversations. So to my question, what are you guys' thoughts on the hit TNT series directed by Greg Beeman of Smallville and Heroes fame, Falling Skies, Across Between Jericho and V. And Sci Fi's new hit series by Zach Penn and Michael Carnow, Alphas, Across Between X Files and X-Men. I've seen everyone we're throwing around that term hit a lot, aren't we? Yeah, he's really throwing that around pretty loosely. I've seen every episode of each, and they each have some pretty interesting cliffhangers as well as both being renewed for season two next year, which I'm very excited about. Also, Breaking In was renewed for a second season after being canceled. What are your guys' thoughts on that as well? All right. First to The Falling Skies and Alphas. I've not... I meant to watch Falling Skies, and I heard good things about it, but I just never... I always forgot to DVR it. It was all right. Um I'm interested to see where they go, but they really didn't find their footing. Yeah, uh, to begin with, alphas I did not care for. I didn't, and see, I didn't watch either of it. I know sci-fi has some pretty. There's some shows on sci-fi that I want to check out just because I hear pretty good buzz on them. You you tell me one of them. Um, Being human with Sam Witwer. Okay, fair enough. Uh, I've always kind of been intrigued by Warehouse 13. It seems like a fun little show. I know nothing of that. Uh, Allison Scagliotti was in it. Scagliotti. Yeah, I mean, I know, I, yeah. I, I know, like Aaron Ashmore's in it, and right, but I, I don't know. I've never watched it. I it seems I mean it so just that. seems like a fun show. Okay. You know, like I don't want to start a podcast about it or anything. Well, that's not. You know, but that being human, uh, Warehouse 13, and then this Alpha's thing. <laughs> <I thought laughs> We're too busy today. doing our podcast devoted to New Girl. That's. right. <laughs> Uh, devoted to Heart of Dixie. Um, the CW is still paying our bills. Which, by the way, is, that show's apparently doing pretty well and is actually pretty, apparently pretty well received by folks. So by, by folks, do you mean you? No, I've not watched it. Okay, feel, well, then why did you work that in? I don't know because I, it's, it's fresh on the mind because uh, Kyle Newman, the director of Fanboys, uh-huh. his wife Jamie King is in that show okay and and so, I'm always seeing him kind of tweet about it you hadn't watched it i haven't I have not watched it. I honestly have not watched it, but I feel like I should out of loyalty to the director of fanboys, who I really don't know. I sat with him a little bit at celebration five last year, and we talked star wars so okay. <laughs> um breaking in renewed for a second season derek uh sorry. After, after they got cancelled it's good hope they uh hope they use what worked and lose what didn't. Lost what didn't? What do you feel like didn't work on that show? Um, I didn't really like the guy, the odd man out guy that was kind of always competing. Mm-hmm. Boom goes the dynamite. No, 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 not the, not the, not not him. The other one, the one that was. Oh dang it! Hold on. It's been a while. I need to try to go back and... I couldn't even watch, tell you care. It's been so it's long since so I've watched it now. I couldn't tell you care I do man. remember. I do remember I was quite impressed with Christian Slater on that show, and I thought this might be the return, the comeback of Christian yeah, Slater. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Josh Armstrong is okay. his character's name, right. Trevor Moore. Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. The, he's just kind of the odd one out. Okay. And I can't remember anything specific he did now. I felt like... Bringing Rosenbaum's character onto the team was a little overkill. Well, but how do you? How I don't know do you how you'd him have him a- on every show. I mean, he's definitely worth being there. Um, as long as he's still kind of the the foil for our lead guy. Yeah. In, in a way, you know. Um. So and and. Yeah. So I I'm looking forward to checking it out again. I need to go back, I guess. I I say need. You know what I'm learning what need really means versus want or would like to. I'd like to go back and and rewatch the first season because it's a short season, and and, 6 episodes. Yeah, and and kind of just refresh my mind of who these people are and and that sort of thing. So, and hopefully, you know, if Fox is going to renew them, hopefully they'll do the work of of trying to put something out there to making a really cool people. second season and then canceling it. Yeah, yeah. So, I or mean, it's really all, like I mean, you know, they're coming into the thing having been renewed the way they were. They're coming into the whole season on the bubble, so to speak. With like a really ka theme. Yeah. With like guns and robots and. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> acceptable title card Accept- placement. Acceptable title card placement. So yeah um finally we've got one here from kevin it's a shorty but i think it it's right up our alley and we'll lead into some discussion about some other stuff we want to talk about tonight Derek. uh he says hey guys being talking to me he says being in georgia have you made it to the center for puppetry arts in atlanta yet have you i have not i don't want to i don't want to spoil anything uh if you don't know what you're in for but trust me it's worth the trip I do know of the center of puppetry arts, and I know they've got like a Muppets display, I think, or some type of Sesame Street something going on up there, mm-hmm. um, and and it's something I definitely want to check out because though I love the Muppets, I'm also into puppetry of all forms, Derek. I enjoy puppetry. You're not a puppetist, right? Exactly. I'm. I am. I am not prejudiced. Racist, right. sexist, prejudiced puppetist. I, mean, I enjoy ventriloquism. I enjoy just a puppet show, um, like Jeff Dunham, that kind of stuff. Yeah, you like yeah. that? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, wow. All right. A good ventriloquist owns me, mm-hmm. and um, and and Jeff Dunham is okay. I think he's funny once, but <laughs> what, what I mean by what that is that thing. What what I mean by that is like I like the first time I watched any of his specials. Okay. Really, really the, he's he's funny that first time, but after right. that, it's all the same once thing. I see his, yeah. Once I see his material, but there are I other agree. there are others that I could watch again and again and again, even though it's the same material. I have a guy, Dennis Lee. Uh, yeah. Um, nana Nanapuddin. Nana Puddin', <laughs> yes. There was a guy back in the nineties. You and I are the only two people that will ever get that reference. (laughs) Uh, You'll be surprised. Email us if you know Nana Puddin' or tweet us at Geek Out Loud on the Twitter. Nana Puddin'. Nana Puddin'. There was a guy back in the '90s named Ron Lucas. Um, googling it. And Ron Lucas. Oh, I remember him. He was outstanding. As a ventriloquist, he had his own little show for a while somewhere. But the first time. The Ron Lucas show. Yeah. The first time I. (laughs) Thank you. The first time I saw him was on a special uh, that was on the Disney Channel. And he was doing a big, you know, live audience show with his puppet named Billy Bob. And Billy Bob comes out. He's like dressed like a cowboy and everything. He looks like a puppet. He doesn't, you know, there's nothing really character. Uh, caricatured about him or anything and he's not trying to be a redneck he's just it just happens to be that this guy's a cowboy and he thinks you know he's the big star and midway through his little opening spiel he gets the hiccups or midway through the show he gets the hiccups and he can't go on now number one ron lucas is doing this thing he's giving the thing hiccups he's talking to him they sing row 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 your boat in rounds um you know, which when you think about it, it's not Ron and someone else working the puppet. It's him singing Row, Row, Row Your Boat in rounds all by himself, uh, which I learned to do um, by watching that thing over and over and over again. Um, and so then he goes, he, puts, he has to put Billy away. He pulls out this other guy called Chuck Rock, who is like a punk rocker puppet, and he, gets a, he accidentally gets a little rough with him and rips his arm off. <laughs> On accident or on purpose? It's, it's, on, it's, a, it's a purposeful accident. Like, it's supposed to happen. Like, his arms are obviously Velcro on. But it just kind of happens out of the blue, and they just kind of do this moment where they stare at each other, like, what'd you do that for, you know? And he ends up just taking them apart before he throws them all back in the box. And it was just kind of a weird but funny bit. And so then he's standing out there with no puppet whatsoever, and he makes a puppet. He takes a sock, and he shows everyone how to make a puppet, and ends up just doing this hilarious bit with his hand. It's just, it was a really cool show, and I watched it over and over and over again. And every time I saw this guy, Ron Lucas, I was always just really impressed with him. Um, and so, I, I mean, I, I even, there was a while, you know how you are when, a, when you're a kid and you, and you want to try a million different things, and then you find out you actually have to work for it. And <laughs> screw that, I'm yeah, going outside. Screw that. So, I actually, for a while, was into this whole thing, and I was going to try to learn to be a ventriloquist, and so I bought, you know, the dummy, and it had the book on. My how friend to do here something. might have something to say to you about so, that. <laughs> and, be- so, me. and so, you know, so I, you know, I never perfected it, but I did try to learn how to, you know, do some ventriloquism and stuff. And um, how did we get on? Oh, the Atlanta Center for Puppetry Arts. So, um, any full cool, sir. Yes. Um, well, yeah. Any, anyhow, I love puppets. Derek, <laughs> Derek your state, your your stance on puppets? Well, they're okay, I guess. Okay. Okay. Good. Yeah. No, I love puppets. How do you feel about? I mean, because you seem kind of like you were surprised about the whole ventriloquist thing. No, I wasn't. I was just giving you a hard time. Do, I mean, are you not a fan of the ventriloquism? No, I am. Okay. I'm not a big fan of Jeff Dunham, but. Now, why not? Because I got to be honest with you, that peanut character does crack me up. I I I have to like the characters, and I don't like the characters that I don't really, and none of those I actually. A lot of the people I know are loving this Achmed the Dead Terrorist thing that he does. I don't. I don't don't find it funny. I don't, and it's not. I don't find it offensive or anything. I just don't find it funny. It's not that I find it offensive. I just don't find it that funny. Uh, Um, He does a little redneck character that I don't really find funny because it's just too easy. Um, Walter is hilarious. The old man puppet that he's got, that he's like, you know, what kind of job do you want? I'd want to work at Walmart. Yeah, yeah. He's like, what would you do? I'd say, get your crap and get out. Um, and then Peanut, the Peanut character, I find hilarious. Uh, but then he messes up Peanut by bringing in Jose Jalapeno on a stick. And it's like, I just want Peanut. I don't need jalapenos with my Peanuts. You know what I'm saying? So, but anyhow puppets. I have bored you. Now I'm good. Let's bring you back. Let's bring you back into the conversation. Speaking of puppets, Derek, uh we have been the number one promotion machine month after month, even uh, two months off. For just a month off. We were are even a episode, month off. Our last episode was released on uh October 10. So Wow. Feels like longer. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Um but month after Cuz we haven't month, talked in 16 days. Go <laughs> Atlanta. Um Hello, ding. Um, Is it me you're looking for? (laughs) I can see it in your text. Oh man, Um, you have no no one has any idea what we're parodying, Derek. Um, How could nobody know that? No, no, no. I'm saying that when we, because of all the songs we throw in there, the actual official parody. Oh, oh, oh! They don't know what the actual song. Some awesome '80s song. Or oh, Listen, if we gave people 20 guesses, they'd never get it. Oh, I remember what the other bullet point was going to be. You wanted to ask me about... Snippet! R- <laughs> skip it! <laughs> oh, wait. No, we have been the number one promotion machine for... Wait, what s- was the snippet? For the Muppets. Not a snippet. We're g- I'll come back to the snippet. We can't go back. We've gone too far. <laughs> <laughs> when will then be now? Soon! Um... The, Everybody uh, know, knows uh, I like my coffee while watching the radar. Okay, real, real quick snippet then, uh, and then we'll come back to Muppets. Um, y- you mentioned rapping my rapping skills earlier before we recorded. Well, I, I was waiting. Okay, whatever. Go ahead. I'm just. I, I was. That was me saying, continue or proceed. Go. You, you trying to throw them off? No, you mentioned my rapping skills. Go. I'm. Oh. You, you I mentioned your about, rapping skills. Right. You said you wanted to say something. You said you wanted to talk about it in the show. I want to discuss your rapping skills. Well, okay. Is, is this the time and place, or should we wait until after Muppet Talk? Let's wait Muppet to... Watch. Okay, we'll wait. Muppet Watch. <laughs> uh, we'll wait until after Muppet Talk. Muppets okay. comes out on the 23rd of this month. I'm still greatly looking forward to it. I've tried to avoid a lot of the clips and stuff that have come out there. Um, Dude, were... you're spoiling. I'm more spoiled for the Muppets than I am the Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> What's wrong with Hollywood I'm when I'm more spoiled for the spoiled Muppets, for the than, Muppets I for, than I am Dark Knight Rises. Listen, I'm more spoiled for the Muppets than I was Attack of the Clones when it came out and I was I saw and I it. saw Attack of the Clones before it came to theaters. Um I think I almost did. I um, saw Phantom Menace um, before. The uh I don't know if I did that with Attack or no. Attack of the Clones, I, I honestly think I either saw it or listened to it somehow. But anyhow video. I don't care play it. It was the Dark Ages. Um, If you play Dark Side of the Moon, it totally syncs up. Did you see any of the Muppet stuff on Raw? I did. Um, There were only uh, maybe two parts I laughed at. Mm. Everything else was just really awkward and uncomfortable and... I kept yelling at the screen, going, Muppets, get out of there. Yeah. I just, what? <laughs> there, there was one neat moment where Beaker was coming out and he bumped into a wrestler, and the wrestler was kind of bullying him. and they, then they, Sheamus, they were talking about, you know, big cousins. Union. Yeah, and Seamus, for those of you who don't watch wrestling, is an Irish born wrestler. He's huge. He's like pasty white skin and red spiky hair. And there has been a joke since he's been in the WWE. People make posters where he's drawn as Beaker and stuff. Oh, see, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, and John Cena, I think, even one time said, "You come out here looking like Beaker from the Muppets," and and so when he stopped Beaker and he started talking about the family reunion and everything, it was just a great little joke for wrestling. Tell Uncle Jerry, I said, "Hey, I mean, that was that one did make me laugh." But Beaker actually ends up getting involved in a match later on. That was really the only other hilarious thing. He hands he hands. he, hand, he handed Santino, who was a wrestler, this drink that was supposed to give him some energy. And Santino drinks it, and it's like, it just tastes terrible. So he turns around to spit it out, and he spit it right in his opponent's face. Uh, great Muda style for all you old school wrestling fans. And, and got the one, two, three. Kermit and Piggy did a bit, when they first introduced the Muppets, Kermit and Piggy did a fun bit that was awkward because... It just seemed like these people didn't know how to interact with the Muppets, right? I don't think they knew who the Muppets were. But Kelly Kelly came out and she laid a big kiss on Kermit, and Piggy gets jealous. And as Kelly Kelly's walking to the ring, Piggy's like, "Come back here, come back here!" And Kermit goes, "Yeah, come back here." No, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that that did make me laugh. I, um, there was a part where they start going, they start pulling out really far, and I'm like, "Oh my God, we're going." And I called it. I said, "We're going to Stadler and Waldorf." Yes. So we're going to the balcony, yeah. and then it started. And I was like, "Oh my God, this is going to be the best part." And it was not funny at all. It's not funny unless you watch wrestling, because they. No, did, it wasn't funny at all. Well, no, because they did the what bit, and and what the what bit is, what the what is? The what? Um, Stone Cold, Frog of my heart. There, it's frog of my heart. It was, when Stone Cold, uh, Steve Austin was. On one of his last runs, he did this thing. Cause- <laughs> yeah, I don't think he really had to clear that up for yeah. anybody. <laughs> so, <laughs> when he was on one of his last runs, he would do a thing. Because you know how wrestlers, when they talk, they'll pause when they're doing their talking or whatever? Stone Cold, whenever someone paused, he'd just come like, what? 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 And the fans would start doing it. And so, Stone Cold, when he'd go out to do his promo, he'd be like, I'm a little angry. And the fans would go, What? Mad? What? Ticked off? What? You know, and that's kind of, and, and so now, and it's really annoying to me, but now whenever a bad guy's talking and they pause, the fans go, what? Sometimes. And so with Statler and Waldorf, that's what Statler was doing to Waldorf. Waldorf would say something, so would be, what? 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 So it was cute. It It wasn't as well-received as I hoped it was. The crowd was kind of dead. You know, I look at it because I am a big wrestling fan still. I look at it from several different points, being a Muppet fan and a wrestling fan, Um, but I thought it was—you know—it could have been a lot worse than it was. I mean, Hugh Jackman fractured a guy's jaw. Like, that's real. Well, that's awesome. That's real juice. Drink it up. Um, Drink it in. It always goes (laughs) down smooth. It always goes down smooth. But you—you've turned the corner on this Muppet movie thing. You, I'm I'm angry. Why are you angry? Because there's like a new clip yeah. every day, and we know it's not It's not like it's going to be this two-hour film. It's going to be maybe, you know, 80, 90 minutes yeah. at most. Right. And there's all these clips out there, and now there's new trailers with all this new footage. And I can't – you almost can't avoid it because it's getting so much press – and everyone knows we love the Muppets, so they're like, "Hey, did you see this?" And you see, the they link. keep tweeting, and, like they don't say what it is, so it's just like, "Hey, did you see this?" And it's YouTube. Like, I'm like, "Okay, what's this?" Oh, it's a new Smallville <laughs> film. Oh, video. There, no. it's the opening musical number. <laughs> Why would you show me this? You know, it's, it's right. It's, it's, it's who I, would do this. <laughs> I'm, I'm glad we're on the same. I'm glad we're on the same page about this situation. I'm not. I have no misgivings about this film, even though apparently some of the Muppeteers do. Uh... Frank Oz and a few other ones have have expressed um great concern with the film that it does not do them up its justice. What are some of the reasons they cited? I heard the fart shoes bit made a lot of them mad. Here's the thing and I've seen other I've seen fans kind of complain about that. I saw I saw some people complain on that uh somewhere under one of the trailers. Never say that word it sounds so weird for me to say. What fart shoes? It, well just the first part of it, yeah. Okay. Okay. Um I, and I guess on one hand I see what they're saying, but to me it's like it's Fozzie. Fozzie will do whatever he can think of for a laugh. This is Fozzie who would wear the arrow on the head. He comes out. I mean, in the original Muppet movie, ah, yeah, ah, yeah, you know, yeah. in, the, in the original Muppet movie, he comes out with the big sunglasses on, the little horn to honk, you know, and he's taking off sunglasses after sunglasses after sunglasses. And, and so he's always... Fozzie is the epitome of trying every type of comedy, from prop comedy to... Uh, he, he did jokes on skates one time, you know, to sketch comedy. You know, you'll know when you hear. Good grief, the comedian's a bear. Yeah. I'm, did um, you want me to go through with yeah, it? I did. I did. I want you to. <laughs> Not direct- that here, the other here. Good grief, the comedian's a bear. You'll know when you hear. <laughs> you will know when I point, point. to you. <laughs> So I'm coming on the way of the moment, did I hear? Good grief. The comedian's a bear. No, he's a nut. He's a wearing a neck tie Anyhow. Ah. Um, I'm still really looking forward to this movie. I, I just, oh, I am too. It is not, uh, but it's just every day there's something, like there was the huge opening number with Walter and Jason Segel's character. Now see, I haven't seen that yet. And, and then there was the clip of them in their bedroom brushing their teeth, talking about going to see... The Muppet Theater, mm-hmm. and then um, there was the confrontation between Miss Poogie, I think. Yeah, that's the one they showed on Raw. I think is is the is the new Miss Piggy. Yeah, the diva. Muppets. Um, and someone no. even linked us to that on Twitter and was like, "It sounds ironically like um, a character that Steve does on the shows, um, referring to uh, Aunt Martha. Smoker later, Aunt Martha." The doctor said I'd only have to wear them until after the procedure. And wouldn't you know it, the good one dies. <laughs> Where is he? Where's my son? Where's my son? Once again, Ernest. Um, uh, uh, Jim Varney, we hardly knew ye. Um, I still want to find Ernest the pirate. I don't think in, I've ever. In seen whatever that. archive? No, they never really. He died while they were filming it. Oh. Wow, that's sad. So we can Um, find archives. So, Um, but so I mean, twenty third November twenty third. I'm going to be in a theater watching that thing. Happy Thanksgiving. Yeah, you know, you're supposed to be here. If I remember well, we were supposed to be on the red carpet. Well, that was kind of uh, a you were supposed to be here. Well, we were supposed to be on the red carpet. We were. I can put out a red carpet because my whole thing is if I'm there, I won't be back here on Thanksgiving. We can make that happen. Hmm. I don't think we can we can. can we Facetime in the theater? Yes, this has a distinct possibility. We're going to gonna it. tick a lot of people off if we do. That's fine. Uh, I'm going to like the two o'clock showing on that Wednesday. Hopefully, there won't be too many people in there. Um, frog in my heart, frog in my heart. So, uh, so yeah, that is to say this. Not okay. to mention the soundtrack. They they've been like streaming songs from the... See, I've not seen anything, and I was really hoping to kind of get some soundtrack stuff. Have they been streaming that? I've missed that somehow. I I heard uh, Rainbow Connection, the full ending version of Rainbow Connection today with the full cast, Mm -hmm. um, which is really pretty. Um, Wow. And then I heard the song that was also in the opening number that's Jason Siegel and Walter. Okay, okay. Um, And there's another one. Oh, uh... Camilla and the chickens doing, oh, doing forget you the forget you song. Yes, uh, CeeLo yeah. Green, and then the Muppets doing Smells Like Teen Spirit. Which, let's be honest, the chickens sound a lot like CeeLo Green when they sing. <laughs> I mean, is that not how CeeLo Green sounds? <laughs> I love that 7-Up commercial he's doing now, by the way. Well, I didn't know they were doing that. So that I think it was the third or fourth trailer that came out. Yeah, yeah, it was in the, and, one of the trailers. And they'd start doing it. I'm like, if that's in the movie, I'm. and then you can hear the chickens clucking. I was like, they've recorded it. It's got to be in yes, there. Yes, yes. Um, a well, new it, trailer came out last night that um was pretty funny. That it's The the narrator uh is... Indian he's, you know he's like guess who's coming to Bollywood oh yeah I did see that one and, and oh, it, showed, it showed all these musical numbers yeah. and, and everything and then it gets real quiet and Kermit goes we should do this to music <laughs> 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 and then the real narrator comes on and he's yeah. like um, um guys we, Hollywood you meant, meant Hollywood yeah they do a really good job of that one bit where they're in Ann Perkins office Ann and, Perkins um, Ann Perkins um stop and this pooping <laughs> and and like they've done a real good job of using that as the moment to voice over everything like when they want yeah. to change something up so well I think it's one of the biggest moments where they're all together and they're not talking right they're just kind of looking they're just kind of looking because they are we doing another because we, we haven't done an episode since the last parody trailer came out which was the paranormal activity yeah I can't watch that the paranormal activity one yeah it just makes me think of the actual thing and I get freaked out have you seen any of those? Yeah, I saw the first one. Oh, so you saw the ending? Yeah, yeah. I made the mistake of watching the ending to the third one the other day online. Mm-mm. No, sir. Mm-mm. We're not doing that. I don't even want to talk about it anymore. <laughs> let's stop. Let's, let's stop. Let's put the curtain back up. Put it on. <laughs> I won't sleep for three days. Um, um, well, uh, but no, I did the, see that trailer. They paired a lot in that one. Like they go they through. They did. Some... They did. The best thing was Pepe doing Twilight. Yes. Pepe is a prawn, or... <laughs> I gave it a little lesson in the right, middle of that right. one. Right, I do, yes. So, I'm looking forward to it, and I think it's going to be fun, and I think that we need to, immediately after we've seen it, sit down and record just a special Just a reaction. special for that, yeah. Because yeah, a- I'm just so excited it's just good to have them back in the limelight in such a big way again well it is and let's let's talk about this too because this has just come out today And, and touch on it quickly eddie murphy has stepped down as the host of the oscars in light of what's been happening with brett ratner who was producing uh the show this year or next year february i had what are you talking about okay so brett ratner has made a lot of really 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 bad comments about the muppets No, 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 about the, uh, well, just in press for the Oscars, he was Mm -hmm. producing and Eddie Murphy was hosting and he was fired as a result of this. Brett Ratner was. Brett Ratner was. And as a result, Eddie Murphy stepped down. Because Brett Ratner got fired. Yes, because Brett wanted him to host and Eddie just kind of, his contract was terminated as a result because it was contracted through Brett but Eddie was kind of like, I'm not going to fight this because this is just bad. This is bad mojo. Okay, so lay this out for me. You ever, you ever tell somebody, somebody they don't like no parfait? Hey, come out, I like heck, I don't like no parfait. No I'm no going off stage. <laughs> so why does that have to do with the Muppets? There is a huge, huge, and like all these celebrities have been retweeting this account, there's a huge following for the Muppets to host the Oscars. <gasps> that will like, actually it, it get like, me to watch in, the, the Oscars, by the way. In, in one day... Like, not even a day, because Eddie Murphy didn't step down until maybe around noon. In the last 12 hours, this account has 4,000 followers. And, and like, all these celebrities have been retweeting that. I got to be honest with you, man. That would make me Oscar. Watch, that would make Oscar me watch maybe. the Oscars again. You know? I mean, like, I haven't watched the Oscars in several years. Yeah. So, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this right I'm now. I'm sorry. 7,000 followers. I, oh, 7 million? 7,000. I'll tell you this right now. And over 10,000 Facebook followers. It looks like Eddie Murphy is coming back to form in this movie he's doing with Ben Stiller, this tower. It kind of does. I just hate it has to be with all those other weird people in that movie. I hate that it has to be with Ben Stiller because I'm not a big Ben Stiller fan. I know you're not. Uh, I I don't. The movie itself didn't look that funny to me, but I saw him on a thing the other, on a, like a talk show the other night, and he, and Eddie Murphy said, I'm, I'm done with the kids Movies and, and the Nickelodeon and the animated stuff for a while. I'm doing going back to doing my own thing. He wants to do a um, Beverly Hills Cop TV show. Yeah, I've seen that. I've seen where where, where yeah. he's where he is the chief and his son's the detective in Detroit. Yeah. Well, I'd, I've seen that and I, yeah, because uh, I've seen where he wanted to go that route rather than a Beverly Hills Cop four um, movie. Which, full disclosure, rather than never seen back. it never seen any of the Beverly Hills cops movies so I've heard heard the music love the music but never seen any of the movies Um, but you mentioned Eddie Murphy that makes did you see the documentary they did with Conan O'Brien where they chronicled him going through his life oh yeah Conan Can't Stop yeah yeah uh, where he gets the suit made that looks like the one Eddie Murphy wore on Raw (laughs) Eddie Murphy's Raw <laughs> and he comes walking out. It' hilarious, hilarious, Look, delirious, and raw are two of my favorite things of all time. So dirty, so vulgar. It's so funny. You ain't got no ice cream. One of my favorite bits. Look, the, the joke and raw about Mister T and him doing the Jedi mind trick. I heard you <laughs> made some jokes about me. No, you didn't. Maybe I didn't. <laughs> I'm gonna go beat up the fool that told me them lies. <laughs> oh man. So yeah eddie murphy man also a great 80s uh singer my girl likes to party, all, party the time. all the time yes oh steve why did you ruin and tell him what parody we oh, were doing Oh, snappers whoops uh <laughs> snip it snip it yeah, back to the rap now here we go you Steve, rap for me i don't have a beat dude i gotta have a beat to rap and so oh, um no i'm not gonna, no hold on i'm, not, I'm doing this no, Look, no. I have a very, very, very good authority that you're excellent at it. Who told you this? People. Who? No, you don't know people? People who need people? You don't know people. Here's here's how that whole thing came about, Derek. You heard on the Big Honkin' Show. Nope. Yes. No, it really was not, I promise then you. Then where'd you hear it from, Buck? Beep. Let's you see talking, what this does. Have you been talking to Buck behind my back? A bit. Uh-oh. I don't know what to rap about. Whatever comes to mind, hit it. I can't. I can't. I'm embarrassed. I'm not in the. I'm not in the rapping place right now. You better get there. There's, there's a video somewhere. I'll try to get that video and post it. Do it now. I can't. I can't. Regulators. <laughs> Mount up. Come on. I, no, Is man. I'm beat? not. I'm not. I'm not. I can't. It's a sick beat. Oh. Uh. Check it. Check it. I can't do it. I can't stop it. Dave, you're in my clothes. Come on. Come on. Do it. I don't know what to rap about. I don't have anything. I can't flow when I don't know what I what I gotta go. You better start bobbing and weaving. But I'm bobbing. I'm weaving. I'm bobbing. I'm weaving. Uh 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 uh, 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 uh. Mm. 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 What'd you have for lunch? Uh uh, I don't remember. I don't remember what I ate for lunch. Must have ate a bunch, because I'm still fat, like all that. I'm a brat, because I won't rap. Oh crap. Oh crap! <laughs> no, it was a few weeks ago. We that were was doing the sound so- of him dropping the microphone, we do- ladies and we gentlemen. Were do- <laughs> we were doing something. I'm out. <laughs> Peace! Out. Um... No, we were doing something with the kids, and and there was a drum set, and a kid got on. He could play pretty good, and so I was just really wound up, and I, and I pulled out something I hadn't pulled out in a while. So, Buster Rhymes, I busted some rhymes. So maybe we can do that on the on the show at some point. Maybe hat in the hat, and that was that. Buster Rhymes, <laughs> I've <laughs> put on my sneakers, assisted so like Beko. Anyhow, um, whoa, yeah, I know, right? So. We got Warren Steve up in the house. Here's here's what I wanted to talk really to you about, Derek. Um I mentioned at the beginning of the show as as a bit of a teaser that I'm putting the Godzilla thing on the back burner. Um because you've got me curious. Now, let me preface this by saying I have seen a lot of these films. I just none of them have really embedded themselves in my memory or as a part of my psyche. Uh, Earlier this week, or or sometime last week, uh, the press release came out. They had a panel over in London on the 50th anniversary of the day. I believe that Sean Connery was announced as playing James Bond. Um, Or was it the 50th anniversary of the release of Dr. No? I think it was the announcement. Okay. Um. Anyhow, they announced the title for the next James Bond film. Oh, it was the re- release of Doctor No. Okay. Sorry, October fifth, nineteen sixty-two. Fifty years later. Um. How cool. They they announced. Uh, yes. They, Skyfall. Skyfall, not to be confused with Skyfire, or Sky is, Mall. Right. <laughs> yes, which is probably a better reference than what I had. So anyhow. I don't know what Skyfire, Skyfire was. Skyfire is another name for Jetfire for all you G1 Transformers fans out there. Oh, um, see, I was thinking about the magazine that yeah, next to the Sky throw-up long. bag. You... you no. <laughs> I was about to go into something there yes. that only you would have gotten. Okay, you really... You want me to, you want me to touch on it? Sure. It's spicy pony head. Oh, nice. <laughs> <laughs> You really uh and and this happened when Quantum of Solace came out. You really let your Bond flag fly, sir. I do that uh when it comes time. Yeah. It's always there, but you know, when it comes time for a new one, I'm just I I'm wanna, all over it and have been since I was a kid. With your permission. And I, I I would go as far to say more than Superman, more than Back to the Future, more than anything. It's always been double O seven. Really? something I got from my dad and I don't know I just always uh, well I, with your permission I'm going to okay. read it. I'm going to read a couple of texts here uh, I text you I also want to ask you about James Bond to which you said awesome and mm-hmm. I said seriously I have questions and you said about my loyalties always been a huge fan uh-huh. um, so you you've obviously seen all the movies
1: Movies, the even, the ones, even the ones
0: even the non canonical ones canonical uh, which ones are non canonical never say never again what which um brought Connery back to the role but was not released uh under the uh same production of eon productions that mm-hmm. have always done the bond films right was um, it, it well, was it more of a direct sequel to never say never there's not one called never say never oh was it never say die uh no. There's no one Was either. there a never say anything other than never- No, never never say other never again. Never say uh, never again. Um uh, it's really in the simplest of terms, it's kind of a remake of Thunderball. Thunder And so it, it's a little bit of a ripoff. Yeah. Um but they got the title because Connery said he would never play Bond again and his uh, wife said never say never again. Gotcha, gotcha. So Is that the only non-canonical one? No, Uh, there is one... You know where we get the term canon from, Steve? Uh, Something to do with a classical musical piece? No. It's actually biblical. Yes. Do you really know this? I did know that. You should. Okay. Yeah, the canonization of scripture. Well, I mean, but the actual term for the measurement where it comes from. Uh, No, go ahead. The canon reed stick. Oh, wow. Which was used for... And uh, in, in, in biblical times, it was used for measuring. You would hold thing, you would They were set lengths of cannon reeds, and you would hold other things up to them to measure out, you know, one cannon, two cannon, three cannon. So they would everything Four. would be compared to the cannon stick to make sure that they were the exact length they needed to be. Okay. Look at you, Buster. um. You, um <clears throat> hold on, hold on, hold on. This uh? has been A Moment of Knowledge with Derek Russell. Hold on! Hold on! Hold on! What are you doing? I get it. What are you doing? I'm not fast enough. I'm trying. This has been Bamp. This has been a moment of knowledge Where's with you your talk? host, Derek Russell. Not yet. Not yet. Uh, hello. Thank you for joining us on this episode. Wait! Hold on! I got, I got! I got! I got! Go ahead. Do it. This has been a moment of knowledge with Derek Russell. <laughs> <laughs> Went a long way for that one. Drugs are bad, and <laughs> uh, is. Uh, are there other non-canonical? Yes. Uh, there was another Casino Royale released in okay. the '60s. It's actually a comedy, and it has Woody Allen and David Niven in it. Really? Yeah, it's terrible. Okay. Uh, it's actually got a lot of people in it. Um, it's just not very good. Is it like it's like a spoof film? Kind of. Okay. Came out in sixty five maybe. Huh. Um, Everybody, Peter Sellers is in it, Orson Welles. Dang. And it's kind of, some of it they pulled from the the original Casino Royale book. Is it Peter Sellers of Supergirl fame? No. Who was that? (laughs) Uh, The Pink Panther films. Clouseau. Oh, Clouseau, right. Orson Welles of the Transformers the movie fame? Yes. Okay. When he was still alive. Who was the Peter in Supergirl? Um, Peter. Um, O'Toole. 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 Yeah. Sorry, got my Peters confused there. Um, you've seen Casino Royale? The, the like the, real, the, the that, Daniel the, Craig. Daniel Craig. Yes. Uh, I have. So like or- Orson Welles plays Le Chief. See, you're in, saying names yeah. that honestly. Here's the thing about these Bond films, is with Casino Royale. I don't remember it except for the opening bit, because I thought it was so cool that the opening bit actually went into the, the, the gun barrel logo thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and cause that's the first time he's ever really done it. Other, other times it's just been kind of a, you know, a graphic or whatever, but this was actually had something to do with the story that was going. I'm like, oh, that's really neat. Well, I mean, it was they they rebooted the franchise, right? I get, yes. They, they, you totally you actually at. see Bond getting his double O status by getting his two kills. And so, what I, I guess what I'm saying is, um, I want to be instructed in the ways. So there are two non-canonical Bond films: Never Say mm-hmm. Never Again and that first original Casino Royale and there's actually an old old casino royale that i've never seen okay. that was like aired on tv during the 40s maybe or uh the 50s okay um right. but i like i said I, i've never i've never even seen it right well by god uh, uh but other if you include those and skyfall there's 25 007 films sure. now do um, you but have- if you if you just do the eon the Bracali Films, there's 23, including Skyfall. Okay. So Skyfall will be the 23rd film. Okay, first question. Because mm-hmm. this is really almost like Doctor Who in some ways. Do you have a favorite Bond? Oof. Um, I have a least favorite. Who's your least favorite? Roger Moore. Really? See, I thought Roger Moore was just an old, old pervert. okay. And I saw no like he he was by the time he did the his first film, he was already way too old. Which one was his Uh, first film? Uh, it's not Spy Who Loved Me. It's um for your eyes only, Octopussy. Those are only two names I know of Bond movies. Well, Live and Let Die. Live and Let Die. Live and Let Die. (laughs) Um, okay. Do you have a? So, because did, there's actually an actor that I really like between um, Connery and Roger Moore, but he was only in one film, and, and it's Her actually Majesty my favorite. Secret Service. No, yeah, Honor Majesty's Secret Service, George Lazenby. Okay, he's he's the he's the unsung hero of the Bond movies. Sin. Huh? He is. He actually, uh, in in footnote, he played Jorel on the Superboy TV show. I thought you were about to say Footloose. Um, I don't dance. I'm but, from the. That Footloose was in. Uh, nice. Um, nice. So that's your. So, On Her Majesty's Secret Service is your favorite Bond film? It's up there. It, the, it definitely. You know, it, it's hard to come along away from something like Casino Royale, right? Back in two thousand six. Well, let's okay. Let's let's. Uh, but like, I love Timothy Dalton. He was okay. great. A lot of people. Pan Timothy Dalton as James Bond. See, I mean, he, he brought it to a new level. It was a lot, it was bloodier. It was, you I mean, got the PG 13 ratings coming in, and it was a little bit more novelish 007. How, how many was he in? Two or two. three? Living Daylights and License to Kill. Living Daylights and License to Kill. One of those had a ski scene. Yeah, Living Daylights. Living Daylights. And they played Beach Boys music while he skied. Because eventually one ski comes off and he's almost snowboarding. He's on. He's skiing on one ski! Is that right? And there's somebody following him. Is that right? That's actually Better Off Dead. Okay. Two dollars! I'm sorry. But they play a... You don't like Better Off Dead? I don't know what that movie is. What? What? Better Off... Oh, no, no, the John Hughes film. I'm thinking... Yes. Uh, I, that sounded like a Bond movie for a minute. No. I got you now. No, no but in... in in that movie, in, bond- in that 007. Bond scene, they play a Beach Boy song while he's skiing down the slope away from the bad okay. guys, right? Okay. So I can yeah. totally see where that got gritty on you and everything with the Beach Boys playing to the ski. Let's not, let, all right, let's uh, somebody who just sat alone to their house watching Godzilla movies for the past <laughs> few months. Let's not, <laughs> let's not pick apart my love for things. Um, Right uh, and right now I understand that I am I am setting aside the, the two existing Daniel Craig movies to talk bond with you for a moment. Okay. Um Which you have seen both of, correct? I don't I don't remember seeing Quantum of Solace. Okay. Solace. Right, Solace. Um which so- is actually not a novel, but uh was used from a um short story, 007 short story. Okay. Quantum of Solace. Is okay. that is it about an Italian town? Yes. <laughs> And the the old professor there just teach quantum physics to They've everyone. They've stolen the quantum of Salachi. <laughs> Every... That's actually, it was the original uh, title for Indy 4. They, uh, <laughs> Indiana was... Jones and the quantum of Salachi. Salachi. Hmm. They, they wanted to put aliens in there. So You're a teacher? Part time. Um, quantum physics. If if one were going to do a, a watch through the Bond films. Mm-hmm. Where should one begin? In the beginning. Which is? Doctor No. Doctor No. But these Bond films don't lead into one another. They're unconnected. Uh, with the exception of Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace. Quantum of Solace. Solace. Right. Well, right now, I'm talking about like which, everything which, before it, Casino Royale. Uh, no, there are a few things that are referenced, like some elements that actually that happen in... On Her Majesty's Secret Service are referenced again. And then a lot of stuff in the Pierce Brosnan films kind of play into one another with um, supporting characters like Q Mm -hmm. and a few other things. But as far as direct sequels that... Right, they don't really... No, most are all standalone stories. Okay, let me go back to favorites and least favorites. Your favorite Bond is George Lazenby. Yes. From On Her Majesty's Secret Service. Uh, Well... Like, that's my favorite movie, but he's he's a really good Bond, and I hate he didn't get to do more, but I I don't know if he's my... Okay, who's better, Timothy Dalton or Pierce Brosnan? (sighs) Brosnan in Goldeneye and Tomorrow Never Dies, or Brosnan in World is Not Enough and Die Another Day? I don't know there's a difference. I thought it was the same Pierce Brosnan. (laughs) If it's Pierce Brosnan in World is Not Enough and Die Another Day, I'd pick... Dalton. Okay. But if it's Brosnan and GoldenEye and ever Never Dies, I'd pick Brosnan. Okay, let me ask you this. Go for it. Die Another Day was the last Pierce Brosnan one, right? Yes. That's not the one with the ice castle. Yes. But the opening montage, the opening scene of that one was awesome. The opening act. Where, like, the he won't do the... Parasel surfing? And no. What's the yeah. one that opens up where he won't do the... Where he's, like, basically in... He's almost like a POW, and he won't snap. That's that pill. one. That's that one. I just when he's thought got that the beard awesome. and everything. Yeah, I thought, man, they're about to really ramp this thing up. Because M shows up, and she's all mad that he wouldn't kill himself and stuff. And then they did the ice castle. I'm like, well, that got lame. Well, then Halle Berry walked in. Right. And just kind of fell apart. Oh, Halle Berry was in that one? But that was yeah. on the beach, not the ice. Oh, yeah, I guess it, she was not the ice castle. Anyhow, listen. Okay. <laughs> so, Timothy Dalton or Sean Connery? Oh Connery. Okay, are you so? But you're not one of these people. And just, probably overall Connery, okay. but I'll, but you don't like put him on this pedestal. Like no one is ever as good as Connery. No, no, I don't. Because when Daniel Craig Hello, came up, it was like, what have I been watching? It, okay, since but since don't okay. That's what oh, that's my next thing. Don't you think that has more to do with the 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 type of movies that they turn these things into over over the actor itself. You know what I'm saying? Like, James Bond films have become a whole different animal with the advent of Casino Royale and and Quantum of Solace. Well, they they have, but it's at the same time the book. I I mean, it's all there. They're more true to like the novelizations that Ian Fleming did. Yes, but what I'm saying is, but from from a movie going standpoint, things have changed. So the casual fan who never read an Ian Fleming novel you know, this is a whole different ball game when, when Daniel Craig comes on the scene and, and everything. Well, I mean, it definitely... I'm not criticizing. Okay. I'm not criticizing. I'm, I'm observing. Okay. And I'm not commenting whether that's good or bad. And that's why when I, when I go back to the older stuff, you are dealing with because you're dealing with a guy that throws his hat for crying out loud some of those older movies. Odd job. Which is not a bad thing. I think it's a really cool concept. It appeals to the child in me. Okay. And and you have cars that turn into submarines. And yeah, I mean, you 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 get into all that stuff with Q and the gadgets, and it, I mean, it does get a little out there, but it was also the sixties and the seventies. I'm fine with that, and the eighties and the nineties. Um, and I'm fine. well. I mean, they, they didn't get some of the gadgets weren't as ridiculous in, sure. in the nineties and two thousands. Of right. course, I would say that, and then he had a. Invisible car, yeah, yeah. yeah. Which okay. and I understand. I'm fine with the gadgets. I, under you need to understand the 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 heart that I'm coming with here. I'm coming with the pure heart of someone who sees these things, and my imagination explodes because okay. I'm like, this is really cool to me. And then when I flip on Casino Royale, it's like there's no gadgets. It's a nice car. Hmm. <laughs> That's pretty cool, I guess. there's, there's some parkour. In the chase scene. Wasn't there parkour in Casino Royale? Wasn't there a chase scene that featured parkour? Yeah. Tonight, right? yeah. yeah. Hardcore parkour. parkour. Um, and they even yelled that as they were jumping over the roofs and everything. No, I don't think <laughs> <that>. <laughs> Parkour. <laughs> parkour. And I even heard one of the guys under his breath be like, Okay. <sighs> off the windowsill. Down the clothesline. <laughs> over the trash cans. On the back they, of the truck. Parkour. They are doing a McDonald's commercial. <laughs> um. Derek, what I'm saying is, is I think that my next thing is I I, I want to watch Bond movies. So you're telling me start with Dr. No. Yeah, you gotta go in order. What's after I don't know the order. I can give that to you. The next one's from Russia with Love. Mm. From Russia with Love. Now see, that sounds like some good old fashioned Cold War mess right there. You're you're in it to win it. Are we against the Russians? Well, I mean you got a lot going on. You got the Orient Express, you got uh, you know, Donald Grant. Which is this master assassin? All, so I, all right. I want to know is, am I going to get to see communists get it? <laughs> <laughs> yes. not to get too political, not to get too political on the old geek out loud. But I miss the Cold War sometimes. If um, that brings you into it, best Connery film though is Diamonds Are Forever. Diamonds are forever. Money Penny. Money Penny. Money Penny. You're so sexy. Um, they're very. He gets with a lot of girls. Old James Bond. Yes, he he's he's pretty. But in Quantum of Solace and Casino Royale, like he had one true love, or in Casino Royale, didn't he have like a one true love or something? He hooked up with two women in Casino Royale, but and he loved one for real. And one woman in Quantum of Solace. Solace. Why? If you got <laughs> me yes, yes. Victory is mine. <clears throat> Anyhow. You know, I tweeted something last night. I was trying to find something in my... Uh, I also have something I I've, have been very proud of for the years. I have several of the first editions oh, wow. of the original books. I've got That's, um, that's, pretty, that's lots pretty. of them, including the non-Ian Fleming ones that came out in the 80s. That's pretty substantial. Uh, yeah, it's, it's taken a lot of money and a lot of time to do it, but it's, it's, they're nice to have on the shelf. Well, I mean, you know what? If you took those to the guys at Pawn Stars, they'd offer you five dollars a book for them. Well, I hate Pawn Stars because they got to make some money too. Look, I gotta, I, I gotta do something with this. I gotta. Look, I'm not gonna get any money. For here's this. the deal: someone comes walking in the store. There's no guarantee they're looking for an Ian Fleming book. I love Ian Fleming. I love James Bond. But oh, well, you do you do that guy really well. That's um, what he does. That's how he does. And the old man's like, "Here's the bottom line, son. Son, here's the bottom line. I'm going to give you." Ten bucks for the whole lot. That's the best I can do. It's a '67 Aston Martin. Ten dollars. Ten dollars. Oh heck, I'll go to eleven. If Charlie touches that's, this that's thing, I'm going to touch him upside the head. Um. <laughs> um. So I honey, have a. Um, I have a omnibus of the, a lot of the short stories, which Quantum of Solace is in. Quantum. Of Solace. And um, I was looking at it last night. I, I, what is the copyright on? 1959 bon. and the inscription on the inside has one of those from the library of why'd you cut me off I didn't cut oh, you it off oh it's still going I forget when I talk it mutes you and you have one of those stamps from the from the library of inside the front cover and I'm thinking oh that's really cool because it's engraved and everything and you're thinking oh Smith, Jones somebody cool and it's a Texas address and the name inscribed in it is Halliburton? Uh-uh. I kid you not. You now, is that is is, is is Halliburton like Smith or Jones in Texas, or is this actually one of the novels from the collection of the Halliburton family? It's a mystery. Wait Rat for me, Steve. Oh, uh, Halliburton! <laughs> well, I'm a squirtin'. Um. <laughs> What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Rap for me, Steve! I need to, uh, <laughs> that's my new go-to. That's my new go-to. That's your new go-to catchphrase? Frog of my heart. <laughs> Rap for me, Steve! I, listen, number one, this Omnibus is really, really cool. It's from 1959, and it's from the Halliburton's collection. If this is the Halliburton, I've I mean, got to have it. I, I, I tweeted a picture of it last so night. So I, I called it. in my buddy. He's an expert on these sorts of things. <laughs> He's going to come in and do this. It's Vice President Dick Cheney. <laughs> Dick Cheney! Um, <laughs> oh my God, he had a heart attack. <laughs> Shoot him in the face now! <laughs> uh, right for me, Steve! <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um. I'm excited you're going to watch these. I really, I product- really do want to get into them. I love the music of James Bond. I love that theme. Um. I, I like I like the gadgets and stuff. I've just seen. The truth of the matter is, is outside of the Pier, some of the Pierce Brosnan stuff. I saw Golden Eye, and which um, is a great comeback. I might have seen all of the Pierce Brosnan movies in the theater. Um, I have seen everything since License to Kill opening night. Yeah, I just the other just, ones I've right. only seen bits and pieces of, with the exception of of uh, Casino Royale. And I think I rented Quantum of Salachi. I just, I don't think I paid much attention to it while it was on. A lot ticket. of people really didn't like it. It was a little low key. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it. Yeah. I, it kind of falls apart like in the third act, but it's, there's some really good stuff there. I feel like with me, Casino Royale, and I knew kind of going in that it was going to be a different animal. It just, I miss some of the lightheartedness of, of the old Bond movies with it you know and i know that it's supposed to be you know I, it felt too much like it was trying to be jason Bourne, maybe and i know that's sacrilege to you and i'm not trying to be critical of these films um i really wish you'd react somehow some way to what i'm saying i'm listening i mean i'm not gonna argue with you well i'm not trying to argue I, I don't i don't think it's born at all okay You think the the fighting skill? I mean, I mean, it's just straight up, you know, fisticuffs. It's not. I guess I mean, like the plot-wise, it seemed bornish. Not that he's forgotten his identity, just the political intrigue. Well, you're going to give a lot of that almost. It was. I understand. It was a lot more gritty. I guess maybe is what I'm looking for. Help me. I think. I think. I think it was just a great. There are a few movies that I can walk away from and say flawless. It was definitely it was definitely a good reboot. I love the thing they did with the music in that where they didn't quite give him the theme until the end. Um Yeah, you get some trumpets all the way throughout but not until you do, you don't get but you don't get the full on thing until until you get toward the end. And well, I Well and, and there's some great I mean he doesn't do the Bond, James Bond until the end. He doesn't right. do the you know, there's a the part where they ask him if he wants his martini shaken or stirred and he says, Do I look like a bloody care? Yeah, there's some yeah, great Yeah. There's moments in there, and it, and it, like like you said, there's this amazing black and white opening where you get to see him become a double O. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, yeah, I really dug it. I really, you know, there was a lot about it. The torture scene was hard to watch, but also it just kind of lets you know just what a what a tough guy. Like honestly, if anything, maybe that character had been watered down with all the Playboy stuff over the years in the Bond movies and. And so when you get a scene where he's just being tortured and he just stops and he's like, he he just kind of takes it like a man, you know. And it's like, wow. Yeah, I mean, he says, I won't say the exact line, right. but you know, basically, he says, the whole world's going to know you died, you know, scratching my cell. <laughs> right, scratching. Which is a fantastic line, right. and it's just, and it's, and it's really. It ups who Bond is, and Daniel Craig plays that so so well. He, he's an amazing 007. He, he and really I cannot is. Wait for Skyfall, and he's nondescript enough that you can believe him as a spy. I think I think Pierce Brosnan was a little too good looking, you know. And he's Brosnan got old quick. He did. He did. Um, I think Sean Connery was a little too Scottish. See, I liked Roger Moore. I just never and, and I think um, it's because I remember him he was kind of the first Bond that I ever watched because my dad loved those James Bond movies. And see I think for the other problem with me is those books that are that those that Moore's films are based on are great books. Um but then the movies really fall apart like um Moonraker is actually the second or third novel that was ever written. Really? And it's it's a pretty cool book, and then you get and then it's one of the worst films. Hmm. Is that the it, one it, with Jaws? It and Yeah, Jaws is in that one. It and Octopussy and A View to a Kill are three of the worst films. The guy who played Jaws. Uh-huh. He was he was the person who was originally going to be the Hulk in the Incredible Hulk series. I did not know that. That's true story. And true story. true story. Wouldn't lie to you about it. And he would later go on to fame as the guy who got the nail. In his head and Happy Gilmore. <laughs> I just remember him, like, my favorite thing about that dude that played Jaws was his, his stint in the Cannonball Run movies. Uh, Cannonball Run 2 particularly, because yes. it was him and the little, and the little <laughs> Japanese guy <laughs> with the gadgets and everything. So I'm going to start with Dr. No. I don't know how I'm going to get my That's hands- what we need to write, Steve. That's what we need to write. Cannonball Run? We need to remake Cannonball Run. I think we write a sequel to Cannonball Run. How does that work? I think we do cannonball run three. Three straight to D V D? No, I think we do Cannonball Run Three Electric Beatley. No, I think we try Begley. to get I think we try to get uh Burt Reynolds on board and it's a and it's a race in honor of the memory of whatever um Dom Deluise's character's name was. And and Burt Reynolds character is putting it on, but he's also trying to win it the con man that he is. And um and we bring back as many in a black transant oh now we put them in a black transant and the band hat and and we get and you have to have as many just fun stars as of today i mean you got to pull your jonah wilson's in there you got to pull your seth rogan's you got to pull your um, even your neil patrick harris has got to have a bit in there you know those kind of people but you also get some of these J- people that, J- were, J- that were in the old go ahead the guy who plays Kenny on 30 rock I think he'd be a great character in a Cannonball Run movie. Um, well, speaking of John Hill, let me ask you: Like, really wait, did you see the Twenty One Jump Street? Jump Street trailer. I did, and I thought it was hilarious. <laughs> Dude, I laughed several times, you and did. I hate Channing Tatum. <laughs> he can't act for the crap, and he I can't. like I, I felt I hate like the whole time, I'm like I should not be laughing at this. It's a sacrilege. I hate. That. I did. I thought it was quite funny, and I love the fact that it's more of like a sequel to the TV show. Rather than a movie based on the TV show, I and Johnny Depp's in it. Yes, yep. It's it's really it's cool to me. It's a it's a neat. Uh, hopefully it'll be it'll be well received. I never I can't say that I ever watched Twenty One Jump Street, but I know the premise. I remember it, but I remember it like I remember Doogie Hauser. Right, exactly. So, um, so I'm going to start watching the Bond movies. And I'm going to start with Dr. No. And I'm when so I've, excited. And when I've watched Dr. No, I'll ask you what to watch next. And you will have to tell me. From Russia with Love. That's right. That's, you've already told me. From that. Russia with Love. Because we're going to take out some commies. So. And then Goldfinger. <laughs> or Thunderbolt. No, Goldfinger. Then Thunderbolt. Thunderbolt. I thought that was a Mad Max movie. <laughs> Thunderdome. Ah. Beyond Thunderdome. Okay, and, and I would suggest you do watch Never Say Never Again. Mm-hmm. We're delayed. We are delayed. You're right. There, we, we gotta let. We're gonna take a moment. Let the Skype catch up. Your camera's freezing <laughs> up a little bit when you. Are my camera's still on. Let me take that away. Maybe that'll help. Maybe Is that'll that better. Yeah, it's so much better all of a sudden. Apple. 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 Okay. Apple. Um. I would suggest watching Never Say Never Again. Okay. When? Because it's, it, when when we get to the appropriate time, okay, all right, I'll, I'll 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 let you know when when the time comes. Because a it's Sean Connery, sure, and and it's it's Bondish, yeah. I mean, like I said, it's almost a remake of Thunderball, okay, and which is not a Mad Max movie, no, contrary Thundercut. to popular belief. And then you'll go into you only live twice. That is popular belief that Thunderball is a Mad Max movie, correct? It is. No, I don't think it is. That's not pop. I I'm gonna. Then I'm why gonna was to have, I told that? Uh, you made it up in your head, kind of like Quantum of Solace. Okay. Um, okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. Fair I don't enough. believe you, but fair enough. Well. So. When in Rome. Go on. That. That's it. Okay. Uh, Derek. Steven. Let's uh, wrap this puppy up this way. All right, you put your finger here so I can put the tape on it. Okay, um, let's uh, let's go out. That's with... a Christmas joke, people. Let's go out with a very special edition of round three. Ooh. <laughs> well hello again everyone, and welcome to round three the show where we do stuff <laughs> i gotta get i gotta get a bit that setup. was perfect that was epic um Derek I call this a special episode of round three because the last time we recorded uh-huh. um, things got a little nutty um and we act- can we actually went live for a few moments. Um, oh, crap. I forgot on all about New that. Stream TV. And we had one listener. Who was that? Uh, his name was Daniel. Hey, Daniel. And apparently, we asked Daniel to send us bullet points for his perfect episode <laughs> of Geek Out Loud. And Daniel, You mean snippets? Yes. And Daniel did. And Can we these, call this episode Snippet? Um, no. Yeah. Okay, sure. I'll call snippet. it Snippet. Snippet Bond. Snippet Bond. All right. We'll do it. Double-O um, snippet. Double-O snippet. You got it. You, uh, I'll have to remember that. Um, so real quick, uh, we're, going to, we're going to run through his are five. There are five things here. So it's actually going to be a round three, which is actually round five. And, uh, and we're going to run through the. We just each. have to spitfire, so there's no will. Right. no will? will. We're just going to boom, 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 boom out. Thank God. I don't want to throw up the Okay, here we go. The first one he throws out is the pros and cons of the Star Wars Blu-rays. Go. Uh, Me? Uh, sure. Start. Start. Uh, you get, no. Is that a pro or a con to you? Uh, con. Disagree. Um, don't really care. Uh, it's just the first thing that popped in my head. Sure. Actually, uh, another a con of the Blu-ray. I'm not a big fan of the packaging. I always feel like I'm going to smudge up or scratch or break those things when I pull them out of the sleeve. Uh, I would say I still do not want Hayden Christensen at the end of Jedi. Um they look beautiful. Every single movie looks amazing. The spoof documentary. Oh my, Atlanta! incredible. Deleted scenes um and 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 the uh and the animatics they have for some of the stuff on the prequels are are also very interesting and cool to see. The little R2D2 that comes across when you first put the disc in. Uh, um and oh my gosh, to me one of the biggest pros pro. of the- the, to me, one of the biggest pros of the Blu rays are the uh, Lucasfilm Archive fly throughs. It's the yes. same thing on, on both this, yes, but the fly through the Lucasfilm archives are really, really neat, really, really cool. Um current, okay, I don't really have a con. Uh, yeah, I don't really either because the change was a big deal to me, other than Hayden Christensen in the end. And I can totally see that. And, and though I. I it doesn't matter to me. I totally can see why it does matter. Let me, let me ask you this. My sister asked me this the other day, and I had mm-hmm. never heard this before. And because I'd never heard this before, I defer to you. Okay. Um, we were talking about how back in the day, she's seven years older than me. Mm-hmm. And we were. Ta- I remember we went to see um, Phantom Minutes together. It was my birthday. She got me tickets for my birthday, and we went and saw it at the first screening. Mm-hmm. But we were discussing her old copies of VHS's that when they named it a new hope and they had the copies with Vader and the stormtrooper and Yoda. Yes. And, and she was arguing with me that she had those blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I don't know why I'm going off on that tangent. Regardless, all that to say, she said that the reason he keeps changing things like adding the no and the, and, and, and Ben's yell mm-hmm. and the new hope was because if he does that, he does not have to pay his ex wife money i've heard that too i have never heard that before and i thought that was pretty interesting i've heard that too the only one that he would have to pay her on though would be the first one because she actually edited that one helped him edit it um and i I have heard that i also know from a creative standpoint he he's wanted to kind of he you know he wants to tweak and make them better every time to his liking he would have only had to do it once. He would have only had to do the special editions and it would have only had to have been star Wars. So, you know, there may be a little bit of that in there, but at the same time, and that, I do think of all three of the special editions, that is the most had heavily, the most yeah, had the changes. Most, yeah, it did. It's, it's true that it did. Um, especially with that final fight scene. And it really make, it really leads you to believe that maybe she had a heavy hand in editing some of that, helping edit some of that. Um, but I do know that she she had a hand in the editing. You can see a little bit of that story on the um, Empire of Dreams documentary that came on the first okay. DVD set. But uh, but it's never been anything that's been publicly said. It's just one of those things that people kind of whisper. Interesting. So My sister um, schooled me on Star Wars a little I, hear bit. I was ashamed. I hear you. Um, she so yeah, actually it has my Blu-rays right now. She's showing them to her son, who I bought the lightsaber for. Well... And and the truth is, if you actually chronicle the whole thing, those THX remastered releases, the digitally remastered releases that came out, that's the one with the Vader head and the Yoda head and the Stormtrooper head, Um, that was them getting a cut digitally remastered to set up to do the special editions. You know, they digitized it so they could do that, and those kind of paved the way for the prequels, you know, and so forth and so on, so... But those are untouched, in, in which... They, they're they untouched. Well, there's a few things done with the... Uh, there's a few audio things done, few, aren't there? Yeah, right, a few audio things done. Um, in in the like, what's-his-name-is-still-Anakin-at-the-end-of-Jedi? Oh, yeah, Sebastian yeah. Shaw and everything, yeah. Sebastian Shaw. Well, because, yeah. I mean, Hayden Christensen hadn't even thought of yet. So. Right. I had the... You know, I told you I was at a rummage sale back last year, mm-hmm. and I found that limited-edition box set for $2. Nice. Of the THX the, the THX, yeah. Yeah, I've got that in there in my Star Wars room in fact right The now. the narrow sleeve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think yeah. sweet. Um, okay, uh next bullet point. Current hopes for super for man of steel. What do you mean by current hopes? What do you what are you hoping for from it right now, this moment? I'm hoping to not be spoiled by it anymore because uh, it seems like every time I open the internet there's, there's a new picture new. of him. Uh, I hope it's good. Where's Jimmy Olsen truth where is jimmy olsen i hope it's good th- I, I i am encouraged by the fact that henry cavill in one of his interviews was talking about what it felt like to put the suit on and he didn't use the words he didn't feel dorky or exposure anything he's oh no, he says every time he puts it on in front of the mirror he's like holy crap i can't believe it i'm superman so that's pretty cool i appreciate uh, that I, apparently there's gonna be a pretty cool fight scene between zod and jor yeah, I, saw, I read something about that. I, I read, I read uh, where Russell Crowe mentioned that. Mm-hmm. And he said he had, in his, his statement was, and I have a few problems because it's my son that has the superpowers, not me. So apparently we're going to spend some time on Krypton, huh? Which I love. Yeah. I'm, I mean, I'm anxious to see how they do Krypton. Krypton. I'm, <laughs> Krypton. Um, I, I really am anxious to see how they, because obviously they're not going to go the crystal route. We're going Coruscant. Are we really? I believe so. Well, that'll be nice. That'll be a nice change. Um, Avengers, although although judging by um, Russell Crowe's outfit, which I kind of dig, mm-hmm. uh, I think we're going to be more Asgard, less Coruscant. Yeah, and I'm fine with that because Asgard, as it was portrayed in the Thor movie, really seems as close as you can come in a live action to what they did on, like the animated series, which I really liked. The animated series Krypton. Because you had nature, and you had critters, and you had technology. Kryptonian critters. Yeah, Kryptonian critters. Um, Okay, next bullet point. Avengers or The Dark Knight Rises, you can only choose one. Dark Knight Rises. Uh, Avengers, and then we can tell each other about it. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't we FaceTime while we're in the separate film? Yes, awesome. Awesome. You so wish, dude. What what did they just do with yours? (laughs) Oh, Bane just broke Batman. Oh man. Um, Oh, Downey Jr. just slept with somebody. (laughs) Yours is way better. The Hulk. The Hulk just turned green. Uh, (laughs) They they got a really crappy actor to play the Hulk again. Honestly, can I tell you something? I I don't know to that one. I'm really looking forward to the Avengers. I really truly am. They should have never hired him cast him John, uh, Mike, Mark Ruffalo yes he's terrible he looks uh, yeah I don't like his look so, Alan Tudyk. so oh my god I can't look at him without laughing though did you see the third Transformers movie yes can I just he was my favorite part of the whole I love the whole movie he was, he my, was my favorite was part though part of but when, did you watch V no he did a really good job in V oh did he yeah nice which was obviously not supposed to be funny, like his character sure. on Firefly or Transformers Three was. Well, he's he's honestly one of my favorite actors. He's out great. There, I know? hate that he's so Whedonized. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I hate Whedon. Yeah. Well, we're neither one of us are big Whedon fans. We don't. hate. Well did Whedon. you see? You probably didn't. My tweet the day that the Avengers trailer came out. Um, I tweeted, "I take back everything bad I ever said about Joss Whedon." and then i you know submitted it and then the next tweet i put was lol no no really could could you imagine <laughs> if i was actually like that uh, i don't take back everything i said bad about him but no i don't either but either. i do i am looking forward to the avengers that trailer is epic the, tra- the trailer is amazing and and i was sitting there the whole time thinking why don't they you know, and I knew in my head, I'm like I know they don't have much Hulk footage at all, but they've got to at least acknowledge he's here. You know, because it can't be an Iron well, Man, Iron they Man. They showed Man. some new stuff. Well, it's Iron Man Did you see the parody trailer? Yes. <laughs> so this is basically Iron Man 3, right? It's basically yep. Iron Man. Yes, yes. But uh, I was like And the kid- part where the part where Iron Man where uh, Stark says uh well, you know, dang sure, Vengeant, or whatever, and Mm -hmm. and then they cut to Thor where he's laughing, and he's like, he worked in the title. Yes, (laughs) yes. He said the title. Um... (laughs) He, uh, but no, I was sitting there the whole time thinking, "This is really cool. This is awesome." Where's the Hulk? I wish they at least acknowledged that he's in this movie. And then that last little snippet of, I'm especially a big fan of the way you become a green rage monster, a big giant rage big, monster, big, big giant green. And then it uh, shows, you know, it, it shows the Ruffalo version of the Hulk real quick, just kind of facial stuff more than anything. But um, which he did, I believe. Yeah, Ruffalo he did, a lot. did all he did his own, own motion capture yeah. for it. So I, I think it's going to be, I'm looking forward to it. And i you know, I'm not going to pass judgment on Mark Ruffalo yet. There have been the jokes. He's thrown around the jokes about it'd be, he said it looks like it's going to be a different person playing the Hulk for every movie that he's in kind of thing, you know? Um That's well, true. Because I think he's friends with Eric Banner, or he did a project with Eric Banner or something. They talked about it. So. Weren't they both in um Munich? I don't, I mean, this would have, that was way before the Avengers, so they might. Yeah, but I mean, they could. Yeah, they might be it. buds or something. I, it was just something I saw in an interview or either something he said at a panel or something. And that, and the footage they showed at the D23 panel, which, you know, we've talked about before. No, he before. was not in that. Daniel Craig was, though, I would huh? Right. Oh, Munich. Um Yeah. But, I knew Banner was. I was trying to think if Ruffalo was. But the information we got about it from the D23 panel where Loki and, uh start oh, we having have a the conversation you know he's i've an army we have a hulk you know I, yeah so i like the fact and again it's because the hulk's like my second favorite superhero of all time um you know i like the fact that he's not getting downplayed and it looks like he's not going to be a bad guy i had know. somebody argue with me on uh twitter the other day they, they, they don't ask a question and then argue with somebody that just annoys me <laughs> Don't ask for somebody's opinion and then, and then come back and be like, well, here's why you're wrong. You're I'm wrong, like, oh, sir. They, oh, Okay, well, I hate social networking. <laughs> um, so the, the Captain America came out and he was like, I'm going to watch all the Avenger movies. What order should I go in? And um, I did Captain America. Mm-hmm. Hold on. I did Captain America. Hulk. Iron Man, Thor, Iron Man Two. Hmm. I think that's right. Am I missing something? Mm-mm. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. It's. I want to hear why that order. I, 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 that I did Captain told? America, Iron Man, Hulk, Iron Man Two, Thor. Iron Man 2 Thor. Yes. Okay. That, I mean, uh, that order makes sense. Because of what happens, not only in codas, but progression of story of the film. Sure. yeah. And I don't remember what they are, but they came back and told me I was wrong and that they were going to watch Iron Man and Iron Man 2 back to back. And, and they were like, what order should be the perfect order for watching them? And I told them, I was like... Yeah. You know, I thought you're you were go. going to say they argued that the Hulk shouldn't be in that list. Um, no, they just, they, they completely butchered the The order. It's it's hard for me because Incredible Hulk. I want to say that when at, at the end of Iron Man two, toward the end of Iron Man two, when he's sitting down with Nick Fury, you know, talking about being a being on the team or whatever, on on some of the screens, it looks like they're showing footage from like the Culver University thing. From and that's Incredible one Hulk. that was one of the reasons he gave. He was like, "Well, I think Hulk should come after Iron Man two because of the discussions that right that Stark had." It's for for recruiting, and I was like, that doesn't make. Yeah, I I I don't think I don't at that point I don't think you can go wrong either way. I'm not. I I cannot remember who this person was, so I'm not trying to make. If this person's listening right now, I'm not. Right, I'm sure they're listening. I'm sure they're listening. I don't. I mean, I I think it's a thing where it's like I don't think either one's necessarily wrong. I think it's wrong to like ask your opinion and then tell you you're wrong for your opinion. There you go. Um, but anyhow, this is what I'm saying. Snip it. But Dark Knight Rises, man. That thing's going to be off the... I mean, excuse me for using a term that I don't really use a lot. That mess is going to be off the chain. Look, remove the chain, because that's off it. I mean, yo, sure. Yeah, it broke the chain and ran out the fence. I mean, Um, regulators, mount up. I mean, I'm ready. It's going to be... I I don't like to use this term anymore. It's going to be epic. Uh, it, It really, really is. And, you know, everything that we're seeing... Spoiler wise, they're all like these big street fight scenes and all these, you know, vehicles and everything driving down the roads and, and various, you know, all these action sets, which I think is going to be vehicles huge. And- yeah, which I think is going to be huge. But I can't get away from that scene uh, in, the, in the teaser of Jim Gordon lying in the hospital bed talking to somebody. You know, about these I, I think he's talking to Bruce. I think he's talking to Bruce, too. And I think you're basically going to come out to know that he realizes Bruce is Batman or he knows Bruce is Batman somehow. And I think it'll be kind of like Lucius and, and Bruce, at yeah. least in Batman Begins. Maybe not the right, way they were right, at Dark Knight. Right. Uh, but. And, and, and you can't forget there are going to be these incredible moments like that. Because, I mean, that moment just sends chills where he's like, Batman doesn't exist anymore. He's like, he must. He must exist, and Batman it's like has to come back. Well, there's all this stuff at the football games, yeah, and you know, all this stuff keeps happening. You're like, how are they going to fit all this in? I know, and that's the thing. It's like there's so much going on. There's so much incredible happening. It's like I feel kind of spoiled, but at the same time, I have no clue what's going on. I have no idea. I'm so in the dark. Uh, I'm excited for the idea that we could that we've got Wayne Mander and the Batcave back. Yes. Um, and, and things like that But at the same time It's just like I have no clue What's going on yep. in the film To even be spoiled Right Whereas the Muppets It's like <laughs> It's like It's not hard to put Those pieces together Necessarily Oh they're trying To save the theater <laughs> But okay. eh, But now We're still a ways out From the Dark Knight Rises I understand that You know and, June, July. But I mean Let's be honest We know even more About the Avengers Than we do about Dark Knight Rises and Which so, is about The same Yeah I, May, I think Avengers same? Be out a little bit earlier You know Um, But I mean, kudos to to Chris Nolan for giving us all this stuff. I mean, I really do think it's a big piece of misdirection on his part to get everyone excited about all the tech and explosions and fights and no one's talking about story. I mean, that fight scene with the hundreds of people? Yes. Uh, it looks, I mean, it's going to be awesome. I mean, you get the idea that, that they're going almost a nightfall route a little bit. Like Arkham's been unleashed on the city. Arkham's maybe. been unleashed. He's going to get beaten. Have you seen where you can be part of the soundtrack? Yes. So that score. Cool. Did you see the picture of Bale where he's like in makeup and completely like eyes swollen shut and jaw broken? No. and. See, that's completely? the thing. That's the thing. If they're going to go a freaking nightfall route on this, I'm a I, part of me. I completely trust. Nolan. We got to get bad So, I, well, I hope not. I really. <laughs> I mean, part of me, I really trust Nolan and what he'll do with it. But the other part, I'm like, are they going to try to put too much in? See, I was I remember being worried about that with Dark Knight. Like, it just sounds like there's way too much going on, and like I can but remember. I uh, and two, they went for the two-and-a-half-hour-long movie, though, with that. I, well, I feel like they will again. Oh, I'm sure they will. Um, But I can remember... Can it, I seemed like, a, it seemed like so many things happened, and then we started hearing about the fairies. Uh, and I was like, my God, that's... How are they going to fit that in? And even when you're watching it, mm-hmm. that's at the two-hour mark. Yeah, you get to yeah. the fairy, and, and then the, like you've, you've been through all these other... Just ex- you know, You're just exhausted mentally yeah, and physically by that point in the film. Incredible, it's an incredibly... Dark Knight is an ambitious film, but it's one that I don't ever really get tired of. When I, when I watch it, I feel like I don't want to watch it until I start watching it. See, I get an anxiety attack when I watch it. Really? <laughs> I'm serious. I can't watch it anymore. Oh. It came on TNT the other night, and I was like, nope. Really? That's About two funny. minutes into it. I, it's the fire alarm and all that stuff, no, I just can't. Hmm. I just I just I, I ever since it. that first night with Graham in, in LA, I just cannot see it. It just brings <laughs> up bad it, we watched memories. in Atlanta. Huh? We watched it in Atlanta on the IMAX after that, remember? We did, didn't we? Yeah, good times. Forgot all about that. We we jammed out to some Cherokee on the way there. Cherokee Watching on the um, trail of tears. Uh, so, next bullet point, real quick. If you were to recast <laughs> the original Star Wars trilogy, who would play? Who? What? Uh, I'm not going to recast the original Star Wars trilogy. That's. I'm sorry, Daniel McFadden. I feel dirty even you reading that Mm-mm, to me. Yeah, at Arizona State. Apparently, I'm not doing this. That's no. That's. Mm-mm. I mean, Bill Hader is Darth Vader. <laughs> Andy Sandberg is Luke Skywalker. <laughs> uh, Emma Stone is Leia. Chris Parnell is Obi-Wan Kenobi. <laughs> Jonah Hill is RT. Oh my gosh, Jonah Hill is freaking Chewbacca. What are you talking about? Mm. Hmm. Um I don't I mean honestly, I don't know. I, Kenny Powers is a I feel like if they did try to do something like that, it, it would be those type people. I, I think that... I don't know. You don't mess with lightning in a bottle. And Hollywood's try to do that too much. And I don't even want to have this discussion. I feel so wrong. Yeah, I don't, I mean, like, I don't think I could seriously have this Leave discussion. Leave it alone. Yeah. And finally, Derek, the best thing that's ever happened to you after 1 a.m.? Nothing good happens after 1 a.m. Nothing at all. Sleep. I'm going to go with sleep. I remember being in a hotel room in Atlanta. <laughs> and some massive laughing going on. Good times. Good times. But I could not tell you what we were laughing about. No, but I, I do know that I, I don't think I've ever laughed that hard in my it life. Was, it was a funny, 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 funny time. Good night. And so... So, Daniel, there's your special round three on this episode of Geek Out. That sounded creepy. I didn't mean for it to sound creepy. No, I, no it was... Yeah, but you, just, you, you knew it, and, and other sure. people did not. Just to describe to everyone, that was when we were in Dragon Con, and, and uh-huh. Derek and Graham and I were in the room together, and we had a blast. Uh-huh. So, you know. And I don't remember, I mean, I remember one or two things that we laughed about, but... Well, I remember you um, had a little map, and you were trying to find the hotel room, and you walked all over the place trying to mm-hmm. find the room. And then when you finally got to the room, you threw me aside and, well, and ran was, to Graham. No, that was what we filmed, silly goose. You went in a McDonald's. Oh, that wasn't real life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but that wasn't after one a.m. I guess it was technically. How so, technically? I mean, because everything technically happens after one a.m. Thing yeah, that, that day happens after one a.m. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, but I know what he's talking Logic. about. He means like after you've stayed up that late. Right. Um, I'm going to say Logic. this moment right now. This moment here. Greatest thing. Well, well. I only got seven minutes, so. So. Uh, that's true. I'm. I'm right local. for me, Steve. i think we are going to wrap wrap it up you did go to mcdonald's but it wasn't it wasn't like you got lost in the city i mean it wasn't like you ended up in a subway or something i mean that subway the one place we forgot to look for steve (laughs) Glosson. the one place we know he's not (laughs) ladies and gentlemen i worked it in I worked in the one joke I that I did not think I would be able to work in. To your superior callback ability. Yes. If you're ever looking for me, I can guarantee you where I won't be Subway. Two, and so, h- two hours later, I worked it oh, back in. You are the man, sir. This is why you are my podcasting partner for life. And I'm Derek. And, uh, The email is geekoutonline at gmail.com. Geek out. Oh, one more oh. snippet. Hello. Snippet. Double w- snippet. Derek snuck in two choosy perspectives in the past couple of weeks uh, over at geekoutonline.com. He's got some Blu-ray picks up there for We're bringing you. it back. You know the whole out- reason I've done this? Why? Because I want us to be the official podcast of geekoutonline.com. Well, okay. I'm bringing it back. I hear you. And you're my hero for doing so. Um anyhow, he's got some Blu-ray picks for you. You can read about uh, there. Check it out at geekoutonline.com. Uh, the uh, the email address, as I said, is geekoutonline, geekoutonline at gmail.com. We're on the Twitter, Twitter, at Twitter, uh, Twitter Twitter, Twitter at Twitter. We're yes, yeah, so we're at Twitter on the Twitter. No, we're Twitter.com forward slash geekoutloud at geekoutloud on the Twitter, and we're facebook.com forward slash geek out. Loud, so those are the social networking ways. Oh, and we have a Google circle now, but I don't really do anything with it. I just did that so I could have friends to help my garden in Monster World. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> it's one of those stupid games, man. It's one of those stupid games, and I'm stupid for playing it, but oh well. So, um,
1: there you go, there
0: you go. Wrap so, for me, Steve. Rap for me, Steve. <laughs> What if I have a rap track on, like, when you play this in the next <gasps> day and all of a sudden there's Steve rapping it? Steve. Uh, so do I need to set you up here at the end, like, as an ending? No, uh-uh. Oh, okay, good night, everybody. Rap for me, Steve. <laughs> we'll see you next time on Geek Out Loud. Rap for me, Steve. Yo, DJ. Let's spin this old school. Yo. Check it out. This is the Geek Out Loud Jam. We're going to call it the Geek Out Loud Jam because my boy D was all like, Rap for me, Steve. And I'm like, how can I deny a request from my podcasting partner for life? For life, yo. You may notice my voice a little bit different. That's because I'm getting ready to spit some rhymes for you. Okay, I'm not going to be so lame as that, but this is the Geek Out Loud Jam. This is for you, Heavy D. You're not Heavy. You're my brother. Check it, check it, check it out. Here we go now. Steven Derek talking Muppets day and night, hoping that Miss Piggy doesn't get into a fight. She'll come at you strong with a big hi-yah! But here comes Kermit to introduce a guest star. We say so pumped about the movie, we'll see. Plotting like Bunsen and his boy Speaky, Stellar and Wadoff will always be dissing, but Muppets is one show that we won't be missing. Now we move on so the laughter never fails. It's about that time to jump into some emails. Star Wars, 80s, and maybe Doctor Who will throw in a few jokes just to entertain you. We keep it real loose and that's just fine, because this is the official podcast of Geek Out Online. Say this is the official podcast of Online. Geek Out Online, Geek Out Online. What about time, time, time? It's your safe place to come and geek out Because geeky stuff is what we're all about We might even let you talk a little Star Trek Yeah, we all know that ain't happening Word to your mother Okay, I'll tell her